1: Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today
2: with Byte. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Acts This is the only mention in the King James Bible of the term Easter, the Christian celebration of the resurrection of Christ, which, like most of its holidays, has its roots in pagan tradition. And while Easter's most common culinary connection is with eggs, both dyed-real ones and chocolate candy replicas, there's another food that's closely tied to the holiday, at least in the U.S., ham. For centuries, the standard Easter feast was a leg of lamb, and in most parts of the world, that tradition continues. But in America in the mid-20th century, lamb went on the lamb, after ham went ham, and claimed the throne as the preferred post-church protein. Some suspect due to the World War II wool ration that led to a sheep shortage, others think Americans just preferred the saltier, fattier product. Naturally. And despite this tradition's relatively brief history, it's become entrenched in American Christianity. According to the National Pork Board, ham sales in the month of April are four times higher than average. Which means each April, much like the Messiah, untold thousands of pigs are brutally killed and entombed for three days. Only in a salt brine instead of a cave. In 1944, as ham's stateside popularity was surging, a Detroit man named Harry J. Hansler was awarded a patent for Apparatus for Slicing Ham on the Bone, a device enabling a new process he dubbed Spiral Cut. A decade and change later, with the twin gimmicks of spiral slicing and a thick, sweet glaze, Hansler opened a ham concept in Detroit. Later offering sides and other protein options. Over the years, this ham purveyor's dinner in a box products have become not just an Easter, but a year round tradition for harried hosts and home cooks who just want to take a load off. And today, Hansler's chain hawks ham in 400 locations across 40 states. This week on Doughboys, honey baked ham. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Spaghetti Vetter, the Spoonman Mike Mitchell. <laughs> like Eddie Vetter? Like Eddie Vetter, but spaghetti vetter. That's from Ryan Alexander Robinson, who said mm. he searched to make sure it wasn't used, and he was surprised that it wasn't. So uh, the, there you go. Novel entry from Ryan, roast at gmail.com. I- if you have an insult you like me to use at the top of the show.
3: I uh, I heard some uh spaghetti vetter on the way to uh, our restaurant just did you really? five minutes ago yeah
2: were you listening to the Bill Simmons podcast
3: uh, <laughs> I was not I was not listening to the Bill Simmons podcast I was it was uh even flow was on the radio
2: We got Joe and house then, here I, we're gonna talk uh, we're gonna talk through the top 10 NBA players you'd want to be quarantined with. Uh, and then we're going to bring in Cousin Sal, and we're going to do parlays on which celebrities are going to die of COVID. Uh, all that coming up soon, but first, Pearl Jam. What's up,
3: Bill?
1: Quick question. <laughs> who won the pandemic?
3: <laughs> I, uh, and then I, I heard a little uh, "A stairway to heaven from, uh, from Led
2: Zeppelin. Wow. Mm-hmm. Has anyone done like a like a bread zeppelin? I'm sure I'm sure someone's done a bread Zeppelin for you. something like that for me? Yeah. I mean I don't know. I, I you think I keep track of what they say, like what they make fun of me for? Yes, because you hold <laughs> grudges.
1: No, I, I don't. <laughs> You're a man with many grudges. Wait, my grudges against you. (laughs) I was actually I was checking out Mitch's Tumblr the other day, and he did have a post that said, "My grudges keep me warm at night." (laughs) I thought that was strange.
2: Yeah, very odd. Uh, Mitch, how are you holding up?
3: I'm good. Why you didn't like that? I said uh, I did uh, Led
2: Zeppelin with uh, Beatles voices. (laughs) Wait, is that what you did? I couldn't hear you. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. It's us, Led Zeppelin. So I think the quality of audio I'm hearing on, your, on my end, and uh-huh. this will be different from the listeners because you're recording uh, on your end, but I think I couldn't quite discern well, you know, that you don't subtle do, of a difference. You don't have
3: to do this big song and dance. It just was bad. I
2: didn't think it was bad. I just didn't even know you did that. Oh, you really liked it? <laughs> yes, I think it was good now. <laughs> So,
3: British accents, are, British accents are coming through as American.
2: Wait, isn't Led Zeppelin British? They are. Yes! That's the whole... Ugh. So, you were doing a British accent. I, that's what I mean. I could not J- this tell the is, difference. You have be-
3: taken the, all the fun out of this. <laughs> all the fun of it is gone.
2: I was just explaining why I didn't react. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good choice. I just couldn't tell that you were doing something Beatles-specific.
3: Jesus, can you start over again just with your Simmons bullshit? We'll just go from there.
2: <laughs> Led Zeppelin is also from England. Yes, so that's to, why I'm... So, so, so that's, to me, it was that's fun my confusion. to have two Beatles voices. That was my confusion. Is that I thought you were just doing a generic British accent. I didn't realize you were doing a Beatles-specific voice. It's fine. <sighs> How are you doing, Wags? I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, I feel like my... I, I, you, know, you have days that are not as good mental health wise, but I mm. think that overall I ca- count my blessings because we're safe and we're housed and we have food and entertainment and, and I have a companion. So it, it's, you know, I, I think I think, yeah, overall are all doing all right. The fuck is that supposed to mean that wasn't a shot at you? I'm saying that I'm counting myself lucky is that I'm shacked up with uh, with somebody that I love and that we get to, you know, have we can spend time together. And it doesn't you know, get as lonely as it gets for some people. I'm not saying, that's not a shot at you. You know who I'm shacked up with? Shaq. <laughs> wow. Shaq's there? I'm shacked up, S S H A Q. Wow, it's crazy that he still refuses to do the podcast. <laughs> 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 but that's amazing, your cohabitation with Shaq, he must take up a lot of space there. Hey Shaq, what's up?
3: Hey, you gonna eat the rest of all this ham? No, you can have it, my, my friend.
2: <laughs> Shaq sounds a lot like George Harrison. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gonna eat the rest of this ham, mate?
3: <laughs> uh, Mitch, do you have a drop for us? Uh, Yeah, I do. Here we go. It's something I already have, Nick, a Big Mac coin. The Big Mac, Big gold. Gold. Big Big Mac coin. The Big, Big Mac coin. 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 Big back boy
4: Big back coin. Big back boy. Big back boy. Stop saying <laughs> Big Mac Who <Coy.
2: laughs> Wasn't that funny? Wow, what a drop we heard. Our guest is slapping his knee. <laughs>
3: Oh, man, great drop there from... Yeah, no, that was a great... Hey, that was a great drop from Luke Cortright, who says, Really wish I was better at this, but here you go. Thanks for keeping on with the podcast during a global pandemic. I think a lot of us need it. Luke. Luke, I disagree, but thank you for sending in the drop, and I hope you're doing well.
2: Wow! Wow. You know, definitely, thank you to... Luke Cortright For that drop. And hey, if you want to send in a drop, maybe you got more time on your hands right now because you're, you're stationed at home. You've got some uh, audio engineering expertise. Uh, spoonmandrops yeah. at gmail.com if you want to send one. Yeah.
3: In. If you want to send in a drop, just go, uh,
2: send an email to
3: spoonmandrops at gmail.com. There you know. know your own email. Don't <laughs>
2: drop <laughs> email. <laughs> you're going to look that up later? I just Dude's, said it. It's a part of the joke. <laughs> I know. Hey, our, we have a great guest with us, uh, joining remotely, a writer and editor from the podcast Inside Voices and Good Christian Fun, which is right here on HeadGum, Kevin T. Porter. Hi, Kevin. Hey, thanks for having me back, friends. Oh my God, it's been too long. Oh I was looking, because we have we have repeat guests on, we, and, and this is your second time on the podcast, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, I feel like we had Kevin on pretty
1: recently. 2016! Wow. Last time you had me on was also an election year, and what does that mean? Wow, what does yeah. that portend? I don't know, but it's been four years. It took a global pandemic to uh, <laughs> invite <laughs> me back. But hey, I'll take what I can get. If we if we need another global pandemic for number three, let's do it. <laughs>
4: hey, I
3: gotta
1: tell you, yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of one and
3: duns. You know, some person comes on the show, they do their thing, it stinks. They're
1: never allowed back, right, Wags? <laughs>
2: Uh, i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't say that about <laughs> <our guests. laughs> like
1: that well no i do listen you know and i'm a, i am a listener of the show i'm still a fan of the show and anytime uh there's someone on as a guest that makes mitch nervous he always says our guest today is actually good not like our shitty people that we have all the time <laughs> and it does make me wonder was i one of the shitty people no, was I one no of, the one of course not
3: they're all they're all better than me all of our guests is there a guest i truly don't like Hmm, Probably. Yeah, go through the archives. <laughs> yeah, there definitely I'm sure you is. can
1: find one.
2: <laughs> no, yes. M- 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 you I can have name some a few. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, the why, why are you making it real, Weiger? Yeah, there are actually, there are some that you don't like, actually.
2: Shut <laughs> We're up! We're playing along! I'm playing
1: along! That's not playing along! I was playing along! That's that yes-handing. That's something he, he learned at the UCB institution, a thriving institution <laughs> that <laughs> continues yes. to educate Continue. people Endures. to this day. You know Soon what? i learned
4: its
2: doors.
3: I've learned a lesson, like of of like as far as like high school or college or anything yes. like that. Like I've never been like rah rah. I'm proud of it, but pro- probably more high school than anything else. But and not even that. But with UCB, I was like, hey, I'm kind of proud that I like went here and I like this place, and it's feels like a, you know a mistake. I should never have. uh I should never have
2: had any pride in it. It's taught yeah, me something. Don't take pride in anything. It's just going to ultimately be an albatross around your neck. Uh, We've. I, I wanted to ask you, Kevin. Yeah. But before we get too deep into NDLA comedy uh, minutiae. Sure. and we're gonna get deep into it, my friend. We're gonna get deep. We're gonna, we're gonna talk gonna do I. Seth Io.
1: Simon's impressions. <laughs> we're gonna do fucking Sharna Halpern memes, uh, the, the works. Uh, Kevin, obviously, we're
2: we're in the midst of this COVID nineteen pandemic, and we are all uh, locked down here in SoCal.
1: What have you been doing? food-wise, during this quarantine? Well, everyone, it feels like, is making up the rules as we go as, to far, as far as like what's the most ethical, responsible thing to do. Yes. So at first it seemed like, go to your grocery stores, get all the food you can, and then don't do anything ever again. And then <laughs> that shifted to like, oh, well, actually, don't go to your grocery stores, especially the first three days of the month, because people with food stamps need to get in there and they need better access, so don't don't mess up for them. And then it's become like, support other businesses and get takeout but then that became well don't support chain businesses with takeout don't like get don't get delivery from outback steakhouse do like local businesses but then it's like well you're putting a postmates guy in harm's way so for me (laughs) just like navigating the kind of minefield of what is good and just right now i have been cooking more at home I am a big uh, well not big, but I love I love to bake. I love baking cookies and wow. like trying out like little bread and and things like that. But when you're just baking for yourself, there's a lot less motivation to make say a batch of 2 dozen cookies cuz there's right. nowhere for it to go. I could like drive around and drop them off at people's houses, but then even it's a 50/50 if they would accept them or like feel safe taking them. So my baking has diminished significantly, but I've tried to like I feel like now is a nice opportunity to get better at dishes I haven't tried before and get into different rhythms of like for breakfast stuff. I've been making like a little egg sandwich every morning, like uh, one of those nooks and crannies biscuits toasted with a little butter and a deep fried egg or not deep fried, just regular fried egg. Piece of provolone cheese on that. Maybe a little bit of avocado. That's a great breakfast treat. It sounds I've been delightful. To that more and more. Sounds great. Yeah. Or like but- even uh, trying to fry potatoes finally, just the way I like them. I, I, f- I think I figured out exactly that a couple of days ago, which was like some olive oil, some butter, garlic, salt, pepper, red pepper, and a little garlic powder on top of that. So I'm happy with the way those came out. We
3: We, just, we your- just got... Go on, Mitch. Oh, we got a we got a little we got a little overlap,
2: Wags. Classic Classic overlap. Classic Zoom overlap. Hey, in the pandemic,
1: every podcast is a Robert Altman movie. (laughs) (laughs) Every single one. Is this Doughboys or Nashville?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I um I I now you know what now I forgot. Oh. No, I forgot it. It's gone. It's gone forever. You were about to say we just got Oh. We just got a, a, an order to not go – we were told not to go to the grocery store. Yes, this was and a I, local I, LA County ordinance. And I ran out of groceries yesterday.
1: No. That's, that's And then I
3: was like, what am I going to do? I, so I'm in, I'm in a spot where I get a, for, for, I mean, today it was covered because I just went and got the meal for our place today. But
2: That'll cover you. I mean, because this is a – that's a big meal that you got. So that'll cover you for at least lunch and dinner.
3: Yeah. I, I I I my dinners are squared away. It's just it's yeah. basically br- breakfast and <laughs> oh you piece of shit. What?
1: <laughs> I should That's like know three that bites for you, right? Fucking ne- <laughs>
3: <laughs> fucking needling me in there. I'm uh, not gonna uh, eat a whole ham. I don't eat a whole ham in
1: three bites, Kevin. Wait, is it true you call blocks of ham quibbies? <laughs> Short for quick bites. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, I've been you whole- your Tumblr a lot. I think you put out good stuff on it. I think more people should read it.
3: <sighs> Kevin McAllister is more like it. You're Because <laughs> you want criminals to come terrorize maker. me? <laughs> yeah, I do, I do want criminals to come in and try to terrorize me. I mean,
1: I am me. home alone for the quarantine, so there's that.
2: But you got that train set, and you got that Michael Jordan standee, so That's you're right. sitting pretty. <laughs>
1: I'm an adult man, so the Michael Jordan standee is in rough shape at this point. <laughs> Imagine having a Michael Jordan standee in a movie coming out in 2020. Right, <laughs> <That's laughs> And it's him with like the little Hitler mustache doing like the Haynes ads or whatever. Him with the really,
2: <laughs> the really <laughs> shitty distressed jeans.
1: <laughs> Apparently he's for, addicted for... to Candy Crush now. Did you guys hear that? No. Yeah. What? Oh so my God. ESPN is putting out this big Michael Jordan documentary. I think they moved it up because it was already in the can. Yes, and they have literally nothing else to talk about right now, uh, but I think he's addicted to like little video games on his phone. Wow, yeah,
2: I can see that. I mean, that, you know if you're naturally competitive, I could see that mm-hmm. being a thing that you would gravitate towards and 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 want to be the best at Truly. I mean I, I, a it's, lot of you say it's it's in, the, it's in
3: the, it's in the can, you said yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it in the can. A quarantine oh, life, boy. baby. Oh boy. You can I mean, watch you can, you
4: can pull you the TV do that before in there, quarantine. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> not quarantine
3: specific, is it? Now it's well, now with quarantine, it's you can pull your big screen into the bathroom and just sit in
2: there all day if you wanna. Yeah, Love there's that. no rules. It's chaos. I, I you uh, know what? Speaking of that, Mitch, your your current yeah. roommate, Shaq, I remember on Cribs. He yeah. had a TV in his bathroom. And that was the first <laughs> time I was like, I didn't know you could do that. With
3: Sh- so when I leave the house, if I, when I don't want to get robbed, I just tell Shaq, I turn on the lights, I tell Shaq to stand in front of the curtains so that people know <laughs> that someone's home.
2: <laughs> a
3: very, very large, large man is home.
2: <laughs> I wonder what I would look like next to Shaq. You think I'd be a tiny little guy? I think you would because he's, he's seven foot one. And you mm-hmm. are what six four, six three, six three and a half, six six three, yeah, yeah, six three. So so yeah, it's it'd be like the picture, of, you know, it'd be like seeing, uh, uh, it'd be like seeing, uh, Tracy McGrady next to Yao Ming. You know, it's like wow. there's there's such a huge even though one guy is like six how tall how tall is McGrady six five six six even though he's that tall compared to a seven foot five center he he looks he looks tiny even Charles Barkley looks small next to Yao Ming.
4: Mm. You'd look you know tiny next to Shaq.
3: I mean, if this is they shouldn't do this because I feel like it's too much time and money to do. But they should make an amusement park for big people where they feel small.
1: <laughs> oh, like so, those like museum exhibits where it's like a huge chair and you like sit under it, like you're yeah, located?
2: yeah. It would be great. But you're not you're not talking about that because that would make anyone feel small. You're talking about just making a a large person, say over six foot. Uh, a large person feel like a normal-sized person. So everything's just a little bit bigger.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it also has to do with training amusement park workers to not have fear in their eyes when they see someone like Mitch in line for a roller coaster. (laughs) He's like, one, please, that their eyes don't just bug out immediately.
2: (laughs) They don't start putting padlocks over the cotton candy stand. (laughs) Hold on a second. Yeah. Do you know me for... God,
3: over a decade. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Have you ever seen me eat cotton candy once? You know what? No, I haven't. I don't don't... eat cotton candy. I probably haven't had cotton candy in a decade.
2: All right, sorry. I was trying to conjure a carnival food specific, a theme park food specific. I'm sorry for picking something you
1: don't like. Turns out you're a sizest, my friend. (laughs) Now, Nick, have you seen Mitch eat a funnel cake, though?
2: (laughs) I don't, Mitch, because we've discussed. I brought up on the show. Yeah, my like Walker's
3: ever been to a carnival with me or alone, <laughs> even. I've been to carnivals. Hey, yeah, uh, funhouse! Hey, funhouse guy! Your mirrors are all warped. I just want like a regular, <laughs>
2: not warped mirror. <laughs> I was saying that I, I wasn't making a sizeist remark. I was saying you're a man of a large appetite, as am I. Mm. I was, but I was going to say this. The, uh, the uh, as far as theme park food goes, I love funnel cake, and I think that is a food that could break out outside of, uh, outside of the theme park carnival niche. Yeah. And you could make before, like yeah. a Cinnabon of funnel cake. This is a thing I pitched on the show before, Ooh. Mitch. I think you're a little skeptical of that. You think you don't think that would work in like a, mar- a mall setting? You're, you're eating no. ham as I'm talking. I'm eating <laughs> beans, actually, but no, I don't think it could work. Why is that? Why are you so skeptical?
4: Mm.
3: I think it just it has a place, and the place is uh, is at a carnival.
1: Kevin, but that's what only th- because of the cultural association you have with it. If it was yeah. somewhere else, like you would only think of cinnamon buns as like being something you make at home until Cinnabon came along.
2: That's true. Good
3: point, Kevin. I, I, fried dough is just a funny thing because I don't think it's a thing that like, 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 like the pretzels, like Wetzel's pretzels and Anna's. Uh, what's what's her name? Is it Anna's, Anna's bananas? bananas. I, I, Annie. Auntie, Anne. Auntie, Anne's. Auntie, Auntie Anne's Auntie Anne's. I had an Aunt Anne, so this is hard for me to it's hard for me to figure it out. <laughs> um They uh, that's a you know, like I think people feel okay with getting a pretzel. I think fried dough is just a different thing. It's like, hey, we're at the carnival, we're gonna get a fry, piece of fried dough. I, I just don't I don't think that fried dough on its own could work. Too heavy, maybe. I mean, is that your heavy. is that your concern? Hmm. In these in these health conscious times. I don't know. Maybe it could. But in there these is uncertain
1: no. health-conscious times, I feel like joke. maybe if you did like a different portion of it, if it wasn't like the the circumference of like a plate, if it was something mm. more like a smaller disc, a funnel yeah. cake, you could like that's
2: a good that's that's a good yeah. If it was like like those Cinnabon minis, if it was something that was less of like a commitment, less dinner plate sized. I, I was going to 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 this is making me think of this because. Once we emerge from lockdown, which I'm hoping will have, you know, we hope it happens sooner than later. But obviously, however long it takes is how long it takes.
1: September 2021.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good goal to set because if it happens sooner, you're pleasantly surprised. It'll be a big surprise. You'll be like, Great. <laughs> Why not push it off into fall of next year? The, the, uh I, but My once question this is, th- wait, I, I'm, this is, maybe this is too depressing.
3: When do you think we will be
2: out? When do you you think it will end? Uh, Well, okay, so I've heard... uh, Because this
3: will age badly, which is good for the podcast anyways.
2: I'll say this. I have heard some colleges and schools in Southern California are prepping for fall semester to be taught online. So that is that is a you know, I'm sure that is like maybe just thinking ahead of like, let's make sure in case that happens, we have a contingency. But I think there's there's some thinking in the public sector that it could potentially be take us through the end of the year, take us through into winter. Uh, I think that we'll probably I'm guessing that it it will be the fall. I'm guessing that that hopefully September, October will be at least a partial lift of this lockdown. But on that topic. W- when that happened, wow, I, sa- I get- said,
3: I said, I said, don't to say it because it will get people depressed, but now I am just depressed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I well, mean, just has just your a- life changed that much since this started?
3: <laughs> people, 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 people have said this to me, and like the fact that I'm a hermit. I, I leave my house, for God's <laughs> sakes. I go outside. I I go outside, why? Or I go to the bar on the weekend. I probably go out. When I'm not at work, I probably go out. of. Oh, well, I don't know. You go out with Natalie quite a bit. But I go out and meet
2: people. I hang out. Yeah, I don't do that. I, <laughs> I will have... I, I, but I do, I do get out of the house. And now I'm like even... Because oh, I've been going on these quarantine walks with like a scarf or a t-shirt now wrapped around my face oh, yeah. uh, like a bandit. feel yeah. very cool. Mm. And I, But now I'm like, is that even safe? Because the guidelines keep changing. And that, this week they're just so like, like just stay indoors, don't do anything. But then I read an article today that was like, it's actually good because sunlight and fresh air helps fight viruses, so you should be exposed to that okay. regularly. I have so no, no fucking idea. Thing,
1: the sunlight thing is something I first heard from one of my family members who is uh, fervently anti-vax, and I thought it was nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm hearing like other people, like you know, health officials say, like, yeah, sunlight's good for the virus. It just feels like such a, it feels like such a little kid understanding of how yes. health works. Of like the sun makes it go away. Yeah, but maybe I don't know.
2: I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I, this was a the, I I don't know where this official was in the field of of epidemiology. Um, mm-hmm. it was uh Dr. Jenny McCarthy.
4: Um, so oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't know what her qualifications are. Uh, yeah, I I don't I have no idea. I think it's probably good. I mean, um, just because like being cause like exposure to sunlight is like good for like your skin and your health in general. But I don't fucking know. In moderation, obviously.
3: I I don't know how reputable this uh this source is, but um, I saw a picture online the other day that Ant Man had shrunk down and tried to fight the virus.
2: So oh mm-hmm. man, wow! I go well, God, you know God bless him if he is. Um, mm. Ant Man, we're all praying for you because we need you now more than ever. Which
1: which of the Avengers do you think would be most likely to test positive for coronavirus? Hawkeye. (laughs) Hawkeye. (laughs) Yeah. Hawkeye? Huh. Nasty. Not cool.
3: I think Captain. I I think Captain. I think Captain America would. Captain America seems like a guy who would continue to shake hands with people.
2: Yeah, he would not. He'd he'd, he'd pull the Boris Johnson. He'd insist on shaking everyone's hand. Grief. Uh, grief. The. the, uh, yeah, it, it's I uh, I I don't know. I I guess like it's it's who would be in most I, I most ex, most contact with people. It feels like certainly guys guys like Tony Stark and um, Nick Fury are just in contact with a lot of different uh, individuals, a lot of
1: different people. Yeah, but they don't seem to be like touching them a lot. I mean, if we go from the conflict in Civil War, you know, where Tony Stark is advocating for more security and, you know, joining the UN deal that William Hurt came up with or whatever, and Captain America is more for liberty, like many parts of the country where they're like, no, we're going to keep having church services of 300 people or more because freedom (laughs) is more important than literally being alive. So I feel like it probably would be Captain America.
3: Do you know what the Avengers should do like a move from the comics like something the comics would get do is like they should have like Michael Jordan join the Avengers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but currently that, that would happen that would happen heard? in the comic books. Yeah, they'd always do there's there's like a fucking I think there's an Avengers where they go and like they go to to SNL or something. And maybe is it's not the it Avengers. Really? It might be Justice League or something or it's just a handful of su- of disconnected superheroes but like it, they go to like the, the classic John Belushi SNL and then <laughs> oh, John man. Belushi in character as his samurai as his very problematic samurai character that's not aged well he uh he ends up defeating like what whoever the fucking bad guy is
3: with Wh- the sword
2: yeah he kills a a scroll or whatever whatever those fucking things are
1: called
3: Yeah Tony Hark... Tony Hawk should be skateboarding with Tony Stark. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Tony Hawk, I like this point. Tony Hawk, like a Hark. mashup. <laughs> yeah, from the uh, there, <laughs> there, 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 there
3: There's a uh, there's there's all these like um. Have you seen this swagger? The online thing of like choose three, which is a it's a big thing this week. The choose three. We're all having yes. fun. Uh, choosing all three, choosing three fun now. We're all choosing, we're all choosing, threes. choosing three. Well, we're all gonna cho- we're all choosing threes. We're having a lot of fun. Um, Can choose I remind
1: us of-, of all of the original choose three though? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Choose right. Yeah. Hey, that way
3: I I choose all three. That's
2: perfect. Yeah, you get them all. Great. That's a, that's that's a nice thing. Uh, I, I, I I just <laughs> real quick this this Zoom call we have uh, right now. These five people we have here: Kevin, Weiger, Mitch, second Mitch, and Emma. Choose three. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Uh,
1: I choose
3: <laughs> I choose first Mitch, second Mitch, and then I'm done.
1: <laughs> and then a blank space. Oh, come on. The tri- come on, Emma. You get out. to stay. It's not going to hurt to choose. All right, choose Emma, one you get us. to stay.
3: <laughs> Bye, Kevin. <laughs> Bye, Weiger.
4: Uh,
1: Speaking of SNL, I was in New York City at the beginning of March. Were you really? Wow. I came back from an East Coast trip on March the 9th. Oh my God! I and was everything- in Ma- I was in Manhattan when the first uh, positive case was reported.
2: But That's I intense.
1: I don't believe I, I got it, or if I did, I'm asymptomatic and I've gotten over it from Spe- <laughs> since then. Speaking of Kevin McAllister, wow. you were almost lost in New York. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go to the President's Tower, but I did I did go to SNL. That was that was a fun time. Very small in there. Have you guys been? Mm-mm. I haven't, but I believe Mitch has.
3: Yeah, I hosted a couple seasons
2: ago. Oh did you? wow! Wait, did you really? I must have missed that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh Wait, yeah, that's you... the one where it was the the ratings report came out and the Nielsen numbers went negative. They went below zero. <laughs> if right. I remember correctly, people who well, watched they it actually on...
3: they missed out on a great Mitch meets Mango sketch. <laughs>
2: That's right. I remember because because you sent me an, and I can say it now because you're not breaking an NDA. This stuff is aired, but you sent me some of the sk- the scripts for sketches you were in um, after the table read. And so yeah, you, you met Mango, uh, and then you met the uh, you also met David S. Pumpkins, which was very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y- yeah. Just
3: to, to, to be clear, <laughs> Chris Kattan came back for a Mango appearance. <laughs>
2: he came back according was- to Weiger's
3: timeline here.
2: It's basically that your all of your sketches were you as yourself meeting another famous SNL character. And, the and they all kind of out, when like, they
1: recognized the old player lasted so long that they didn't need to do the rest of the sketch and they just cut yeah. to commercial. It was really just and a and big
3: it, curtain call. And it, and it was basically just me being like, "Oh my god, Mango, it's like an honor to meet you." That was kind of the whole thing. <laughs>
1: He's not saying his lines. He's not reading the cue cards. Oh, I remember why I brought this out. Oh, because I saw Friends of the Show, Fran and Neil Campbell were there. Oh, yeah. Had a nice time hanging out there after the show.
3: Yeah, they're great. I, yeah. Know, I know. Yeah.
1: What a couple of um, sweeties. We love Doughboys. Were you at the.
3: We, were, yeah, Doughboys love our Franny. Uh, were, were you at the last SNL that they, that they taped before? Uh, I,
1: I think I was at the second to last one. It was the Mulaney. Um, oh, okay. A David Byrne episode. So it's oh, the cool. second to last one.
3: Damn, crazy.
1: Yeah, what a time. What a time. Really,
3: truly.
1: Now, be- before quarantine, did you guys ever do like outdoor movies that are so popular here in, in Los Angeles, like the Cinespia or the Eat See Here with the food trucks? Would you guys ever partake in those?
2: I don't I don't love it. And they, they do one that they do at the Forever Hollywood thing at the at one of the the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. I don't remember yeah. what that one's called. They that's they do the that Cinespia as well. One, oh that's yeah. the Cinespia one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't love outdoor movie because I, I don't like getting bit by bugs. Mm-hmm. Get them bugs out of here. I don't want bug bites. And I uh, and also kind of the I'm same like- reason
3: not to like picnics.
2: Yeah, I don't like pick. I'm a picnic Scrooge for the same reason. I don't. I don't. Mm. I, I like. I'll, I like going outside, but I don't want to sit in a fixed place for a long time and the
4: bugs. Get never wise in a million years
3: at. would I. Well, yeah, I, never in a million years would I think that you would like an
2: outdoor movie screening.
1: No. No, um, I like an
2: I like an indoor movie screening.
1: And the I last, bring it like, up ten... because one of the last ones I went to was at the. It was the Eatsy here at the Autry Museum in okay. Glendale, California. That's my favorite one to go to. Free parking. Much better than the Hollywood Forever one because it's much less of a scene. But when I was there, who should I see behind me with his, you know, girlfriend or wife or partner? I saw Chris Kattan. I saw Mango there. Wow, wow. Mango was there. Yeah, he was there to see Fight Club with all of us. How wow. fun! Wow, yeah. <laughs> that
3: that is that is that's a cool that I like that sighting. That is I I have in the ten last ten years if I had gone to one of those screenings. It was because I was like on a date and I'm sure like during the date they're like, are you having fun? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This
4: this rocks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everyone had like a, a moment that was like, That feels in retrospect dumb, but was personal to you where it's like, oh, this is actually kind of serious. And you realize like the pandemic and coronavirus is like a real thing that's going to change our lives forever. I think for some people it was like, oh, the NBA guy canceled or like, oh, this or that. And for a lot of friends of mine and I, it was when they canceled outdoor movies for the summer here in LA because <laughs> it was just such a pastime Yeah, for the last couple of years for all of us to go and go out. And it was always like the fun summer thing to do in LA. And we I don't, I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I don't like the Hollywood
3: forever cemetery screenings. I think it's weird. I think that they, like, it uh, is a little weird. People are getting drunk and fucking pissing on Greta Garbo's fucking
2: corpse. <laughs> You know what Which I'm saying, they do I drag out. I don't for think that. they're exhuming yeah. her corpse and urinating on on, <laughs> pi- on, her, ske- on her skeleton. You, you know that people
3: are fucking pissing behind some gravestones. You know, it's I think sure.
2: no, there's no doubt that people are urinating on gravestones. I just don't think they're taking the extra leap to actually dig up a corpse and open up a casket and then piss on them. Mitch, if and I may,
1: I, I, I concur with you. I concur with yeah. you on the Hollywood Forever ones. I don't. I, I don't think those are very fun. I think Eatsy here or Street Food Cinema. That's another one, LA. I think those are much preferable experiences because they All right, good, they, good. they kind of exist on the outskirts of like the center of like Hollywood or West Hollywood, where where the Hollywood Forever Cemetery is, and there, it's way more chill, a lot more families, a lot, lot more unpretentious people, and from time to time you get to see Mango himself.
3: Wow, and, Nick, and, and now- yes. Now that you've heard that people might be pissing on graves, don't go dig up a
1: grave and put yourself in the coffin. We know you're a piss freak. Oops. Yep, Nick Weiger. I don't know. This sounds like a Doughboy's double to me. This could be your first one uh, back from the quarantine. A grave digger edition. That'd be fun. And maybe I'll reveal,
3: you go into the grave, and I reveal like in the Undertaker boneyard match that it says Nick Weiger. 1964 wow. to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Um, did you see? Did you watch the Boneyard match? No, I haven't watched any WrestleMania yet. Mm. I don't know if I will. I feel weird. I feel weird about them even doing it. It's str- it's like strange to me. They're I, still I, doing I, wrestling. I, they, they've still like they still did up through WrestleMania and I think AEW, the other promotion was still ta- at least pre-taping shows it, with no mm. with no audiences but it's still like not like a safe thing to be doing right now not that pro wrestling is all that safe for performers under normal circumstances but this is this seems particularly grim. I, I have a hard time watching them just like you know in in an empty 24 hour fitness basically doing a <laughs> wrestling match. And then selling it like it's a real thing while you know that what's happening is that it's so dangerous to yeah. the performers. I don't know. I, I, but, I, but I get that. Like, I heard that some of the WrestleMania was good. Yeah, it
3: was. Yeah. And they're heroes for putting it on. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon is a true patriot.
1: Yeah, I feel like we've been giving too much shine to the nurses and doctors and essential workers. We need to be yes. talking more about Vince McMahon.
3: When we come out of this, Nick Vince McMahon is the true hero amongst us.
1: <laughs> I probably like I if, there, if
2: Trump ever hears this, he's just nodding along, like <laughs> in complete <laughs> unironic agreement, oh, picturing himself pinning a medal on Vince McMahon at the end of this. <laughs> I, I'm I'm wondering that, because this this I am thinking and I did have this in my head, uh, and and I wanted to ask it earlier when we emerge from this quarantine. And and, mm. and this can all this also might apply to food. In fact, I think this would apply to food. Do you think yeah. we are going to have a new like a a brief period of just like total hedonism? Where people are just gonna have the freedom to like do whatever, like all these these outdoor events and stuff are gonna be completely flooded, uh people are just gonna be like fucking Key parties will come back or some, something. I think and then sexually, people will just,
1: for sure, yes.
2: Sexually, and then people will also just be eating, like, just, like, fucking, like, Buca de Beppo and, like, these places that are just so indulgent. Uh, I Like, are they going to, to come back in, in a big way?
1: I disagree no. with, like, maybe the food stuff, because I feel like everyone's being pretty indulgent now.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: As, like, comfort food, and everyone's just, like, snacking... 18 hours out of the day because really not because they're hungry but because they're bored and there's like no other activity rather than like zoom happy hours video games movies and eating that's kind of like your hobby list is reduced down so much so i think food wise like yeah you might you might go out to eat more but i don't know and spend more money and obviously you will want to after it takes such a hit the economy but like i don't know if people would just like Heated out. I don't know. Maybe they will, but I feel like we're being pretty hedonistic now too. That's a good point. Food wise. you know what? Let me
3: let me let me know when fucking everyone done. Everyone's done fucking because then I'll come out of my <laughs> quarantine too. <laughs>
1: Hello. <laughs> I'm qu- I'm
3: quarantined for the fucking fuck big fuck session. Everyone's gonna have. Oh yeah, me too. i not be locked when down. you come
1: out, Mitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm not. I'm not
2: having a. I'm I'm having no part of that. No one oh, wants me no. there anyways. Okay. When that fuck fest is over and when everything's been hosed down then the doughboys will finally emerge from quarantine
1: i mean listen a lot of, there's been a lot of celebrity surprises that have come along with this pandemic one of which is mitch has become the new face of the abstinence movement uh, for the true love weights campaign he's got a promise ring on every finger on his, on his little hands i had
3: to get fitted for these rings I yeah big ass fingers <laughs>
1: Now, Mitch, as someone who like goes to the movies a bunch, what do you think is going to happen that, in the movie going? It that, looks my, bad. My, my, ooh, my, great my, question. My, my
3: my big thoughts were that would to me was the I was like, oh man, what's the last uh, movie? You know, the, the I saw um, Extraordinary, uh, the movie that Claudio Daugherty's in, and that's the last movie I saw in the theaters.
1: Oh
4: wow!
3: And uh, and and I and I and I'm like, ooh, is that going to be the last movie I see in the theaters for? a long time and I think it I think that it is. I think it's going to be uh I think it's going to be a long while. The movie I was in that was supposed to pr- come out on Christmas got pushed back. Um which oh, is I'm a bummer sorry. but in the long on the long line of line of things, you know, who cares. But um, right. but but um I feel like they so they pushed Top Gun to Christmas time. They're pushing a bunch of movies back. It feels like maybe around then uh, the, the holidays maybe we'll be back, but I don't I don't know. And that is a thing that I truly miss. And it scares me too because like AMC is like talking like they- there was an article about AMC maybe folding the other day and look AMC is like a giant corporation and they but I'm like the alter the the alternative is like Netflix or fucking Amazon buys theaters you yeah. know what I mean and then that's a yeah. fucking night even worse that's a that's a worse scenario than AMC give me AMC
1: yeah before you well, give wait. me
3: fucking go go ahead sorry
1: well the other buzz attached to the AMC stuff because they already kind of weren't doing well even before coronavirus. But like yeah, now it's like, yeah, that, that's like, uh, yeah, Netflix or Amazon could buy them, but also like a studio could buy them, like, you know, Disney or Universal. <sighs> and then at God. that point they might make like, <clears throat> they might make their releases all day and date, theatrical and video on demand. That that's, could be a huge possibility too. Yeah. I, which then I'll gives also, people less incentive to go out at all. Yeah, one hundred percent. Destroy
3: movies,
2: and and just in this era where you know there is no antitrust enforcement at all, except unless there's a personal vendetta from the administration, (laughs) uh, then then it's just like because you know there's you're supposed to studios are not supposed to have theater chains like that's supposed to be a, a like a point where that's that's anti-competitive for them to have yeah. both sides of it and so then if you've got like disney owns their own chain and then they can control which disney films are distributed where uh, th- like that becomes like a whole uh, like a huge conflict of interest in something that's not great for the consumer and not great for the people who are actually you know in these movies and also working at these at these venues mm-hmm. it's really a it, it, yeah it's, it's really grim I don't know. I like that's fucking you just put the you put
3: a terrible thought into my head of like, man, it's Friday night. And what are we going to go see? Fucking Mr. Boogity or Bedknobs and Broomsticks or some fucking bullshit.
1: (laughs) To be fair, Mr. Boogity is super underrated. I like Mr. Boogity.
3: I mean, but I I do, too. But then, uh, you know, you know what's going to happen. It's all like
1: Mr. Boogity.
3: (laughs) We all like Mr. Boogity. We
1: stand a boogity legend on the Doughboys podcast.
3: (laughs) 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 Why what no, were you going to say? Gonna, I, I, I interrupted well, you.
1: Well, it's even funny to think about like Oscar season too. Yes. If, because even like, I think October, November, December release dates are kind of generous. Because even if we are back to normal by then or some semblance of normal, people are still going to be like freaked out and retraining themselves out of the muscle memory of like, I can't go out. I can't yeah. go out again. And so, mm. like, will people even see it? And it's so funny to think about Oscars where it's like, Best Supporting Actor: Jim Carrey and Sonic, or whatever the case yes. may be. <laughs> if it's just like the movies that came out in the first three months are the only movies eligible for nomination. Vin Diesel in Bloodshot swept, won like six categories. And the winner of Best Picture is Birds of Prey.
4: <laughs> wow, gracious. <laughs>
2: i'm
1: curious on that
2: on that po- to your point kevin because yeah people will be retraining themselves and i think of like the the casual things at at restaurant or at at movie theaters like one tub of popcorn for the family or you know like sharing a soda with your sweetie like i feel like people are gonna have trouble even like reorienting themselves to to those practices you know minute, are, are so we-
3: you're, you're saying that that like someone's goodbye. I don't want to share
2: my soda with my sweetie. What if she has COVID? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm not saying that that'll be a conscious thing. I'm saying that we'll we'll unconsciously be trained to be like, oh, we're not supposed to, you know, like like oh, well, we got to be careful. I gotta use a gloved hand to, you know, uh, like put my arm around my girlfriend you know i don't like
3: to be fair doesn't natalie always use a gloved hand <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah she's kind of she's adapted very easily
1: <laughs> she adapted she's been wearing like decades ago from what i understand <laughs> she's been wearing medical
2: grade <laughs> latex up to her forearms for all every interaction with me wow yeah better safe than sorry i guess
1: yeah, yeah I, th- I think so i think there's gonna be a lot of that and i do wonder you know like Five years from now, 10 years from now, no. But for everyone living through it right now, it'll be interesting to see, yeah, the things that we will be unable to unlearn. Even like people that like live through 9-11 stuff. And this, and, and this affects us way more than I think 9-11 ever did. Right. So fuck 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus ate your lunch, 9-11. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-hoo, Steven uh, is easy.
2: whoa 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 easy we're trying to get him on the pod
1: for the buffalo (laughs) wild wings episode Uh,
2: yeah ideally we'd like to have him on for for a revisit to B dubs uh i yeah it's 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 when you think of it in those terms of like oh 9-11 is a quarter of covid like it's like that's like you know because everyone everyone it into perspective is like this is like three nine 9-11s, but like what if you reverse the math it's just nine eleven is a third COVID <laughs> it sounds it seems like well it's it's weird that we completely redid our whole like completely reworked our whole foreign policy and like this air, this you know American culture of military worship kind of came about post nine eleven like all this stuff happened but for an event that is comparably tragic though it may be, not on the same level of, of our current crisis. Yeah. It's fucking weird. What a fucking weird world we live in. It feels yeah, like everything an, there's is there's...
1: a dry run for whatever the next thing is. I'm sorry, go ahead Mitch. Oh, the, no, I was just going to say that the, like uh, a lot of the
3: ba- like the battles in the future are just going to be in the microverse with, with Ant-Man and, and and so on.
1: Yeah, yeah um, I
2: feel... <laughs> God, again, God bless him. We need him now more than ever. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and you know, whatever. The Wasp other... who
1: hates social distancing.
2: Wasp hates it, but they're they're both you know they're both at the microbial <laughs> level trying to fight off all those diseases that are you trying saw to take those us posts right?
1: right?
3: No, no, is that
2: true?
1: Evangeline Lilly, like three weeks ago, was like, "I'm taking my kids to the gym. I'm going to parties. I don't care about oh social distancing. God. I love liberty." Man, she I put completely in one of the comments, missed that. Interesting that this happened in an election year. Oh boy, that, so that, just I, think. <laughs> that, that is surprising. That is the only insane. Yeah, the only insane
2: celeb take I heard was the Vanessa Hudgens one where she was basically like we're all going to die anyway.
1: Like people are going to die? It's inevitable? <laughs> yeah, that one was banana. That was It is it is interesting too. Did you guys read that New York Times piece about celebrity culture being like completely falling apart now because of coronavirus?
2: Well, because, yeah, you just see how insane everyone is. Like, oh, all these these people are just completely off their rockers, Weiger, just a bunch Weiger, of fucking narcissistic maniacs. Yeah.
3: Weiger, Weiger said this, and I I think I said this maybe on a full episode or a double, but um, when Josh Gad released his crying video, Weiger <laughs> called for uh, celebrity genocide. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we gotta We got to call the celebs.
1: They're
3: causing Sick. problems. Uh, Hey, get get rid of Gad. That's fucking good news for me.
1: Josh Gad said (laughs) it's okay to cry, and Weiger says it's okay for celebrities to fry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys.
2: Oh, boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what?
3: I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some, some
2: sweaters, some candles. Some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow, it's really embarrassing. Or, or, or you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like, like it. It's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags.
3: By visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code DOEBOYS at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her aura frame so much. This is true.
2: She got my sister one. And now she, my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm-hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch... I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. the hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell.
3: I love you, Mommy. I love
2: you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. Moon's real cool. When the moon moon is out, there's never never a doubt. doubt. The moon moon is
4: is cool. cool.
3: (laughs) And when the sun's up high, (laughs) you can't deny it's gonna gonna be hot. 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 Hot.
2: Hot. 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 Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the it summertime. Sure does. and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. hmm With it's- three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right, and you know
3: what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice-cold water and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a
2: hydration multiplier. That's right. Get you even more hydrated and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste.
3: And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with
2: sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too and it helps you out not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean? Come on. I come can- on. <laughs>
3: The moon, moon is, cool. is cool, cool, cool,
2: cool. The
1: <laughs> moon
2: is cool,
1: <laughs> cool, cool, cool.
2: Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus sixteen ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink,
3: eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow. Green grape, wow. Raspberry melon.
2: It's hot, hot, hot. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with
3: Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language.
2: Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks, and Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations,
3: and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world.
2: Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish, Makes it easier to order food, ask Mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go.
3: Here's a special (laughs) limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys.
2: Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. Wait, we have another guest on. What's that? We have another guest on? Oh, look we do. That. We do. We got interrupted by the presence of one of Mitch's charming cats. Who oh, is one appearing of them, on. huh? I'm going to say that's Irma. That's Wally. You idiot. <laughs> it's Wally. How do you they get look this the wrong? Same. Wally has white both...
0: on his nose. Well, he has they're... white
2: down his nose. Oh. They're two black and white cats. They look the same to me. They're both very you... cute. <laughs> you,
0: you, that is foolish. I hear Irma, though. Oh, she's no, that, that was Wally. That was out. Wally? Oh. Yeah. Wally never talks.
3: Yeah, he's he's a little he's a little bit more quiet. He's he doesn't want to be in my arms right now.
0: We, Mid, we do have do a new guest. do you feel
1: about the news that cats could possibly contract coronavirus?
3: Oh, it's terrifying. Well, yeah. Wally and I are we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna stay safe for this guy. Aww. He looks funny right now. Does he not, Wags? I mean, I yeah, know that he looks no one very funny. He looks
4: a little. He's squished. Yeah, he's a little,
1: like
4: his he head looks, head a little looks squished. Out. <laughs> He's a cute little guy.
2: <laughs> uh, our our human guest Kevin T. Porter and our chain this week honey baked ham. Now, honey baked ham was founded in Detroit in 1957. Uh, He just did a he just did a kind of a semi dab just to let everyone know at home. It was it was a very it was it was a very cool dab. Uh, Thank you for that that bit of color, bitch. Founded in Detroit in 1957, over 400 (laughs) locations as it currently stands, and surges around the Easter holiday when and when a lot of people have ham. Huh? Uh, Interesting. What What are you doing? Around Around
4: Easter. What are you Easter? doing?
1: What are you doing? <laughs> oh, is this about Bunny Day and Animal Crossing, Mitch? <laughs> you want me to call it Bunny Day? Yes, call s- it Bunny Day, say,
2: please. We say Easter on Doughboys. Whoa. <laughs> we say Easter and oh, Christmas man. on Doughboys. Don't we'll say like, Bunny Day. That's Easter.
1: like one of those conspiracy theories you see on Twitter where it's like, Hmm, ham sales go up right, right next to Easter. Just saying. Dot 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's like, What are you saying? I don't understand.
2: <laughs> a lot of pumpkins being sold around Halloween, hmm. but you know, makes you think. Makes you but think. I'm just sipping tea. Yeah, listen. just a frog sipping tea.
1: I could be wrong. I could be wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, Kevin, it, it, as a as, as someone with a uh, uh, as someone who is with a lot of a church in your in your life, as someone who is sure. a. a uh, I, I'm curious about your your thoughts on Easter as a food holiday and your thoughts on, on a, a – specifically on ham, the centerpiece of a lot of Easter dinners.
1: Sure. So I don't associate Easter specifically with much food other than like chocolate Easter bunnies. I don't think – like growing up, we never had – like, Easter feast after Sunday service or whatever, after, like, right. the Easter service. Um, although I know that, like, culturally a lot, a lot of people do. But that aside, I do love ham. I don't have ham a lot. I don't, like, go out and get ham sandwiches or buy ham from the grocery store a lot. So whenever I have it, it's a nice treat, and I really enjoy it. But it's not something that I associate with the holiday terribly much.
2: Interesting for me, it was, and and Mitch will get your thoughts in one second. For me, it was always an extended family day, it, it was, particularly on my mom's side. My mom's side was, uh, I mean, I mean, both there are religious people on both sides of my family. On but many my sides, dad, on many sides, there are religious sides. people on many sides. <laughs> uh, but my but my mom's side was all, is all like everyone's Episcopalian, and they were all they're all like you know the same denomination. My dad's side is a little bit more fragmented. Some agnostics. Uh, some uh, you know more evangelical types, but but uh, so. on my mom's side, it was always an extended family gathering with at, at my at, at my late grandma and grandpa's house. And then it was always a you know like we'd go to church and then go there. Uh, my grandpa would read a little something from the Bible uh, before, like read a little blessing, and then we'd have a big ham dinner, and that was a big thing. And I, I, as I was having this, I was like, I was wonder, I was wondering how many times that ham dinner. Was in fact a honey baked ham hmm. because although I've gotten honey baked ham on my own, I don't, I never knew exactly what we were having uh, at those childhood gatherings. If it was something store bought, if it was something prepared, I, I think sometimes they did make it because I remember seeing a thing with a bunch of cloves stuffed in it that that felt homemade. But other times it was definitely store bought. but I, I remember loving it. I was always, I always like preferred that to some of the other food holidays because I just like ham so much, and I also like the casual. Late lunch feel to it. Uh, Mitch, What what is your Easter holiday like it, it Food from a food standpoint beyond the candy? Mm-hmm. Well,
3: yeah, the, of course it would be my sister and I would hunt eggs that were just filled, you know, like that we would have an Easter egg hunt in the morning, and then those were filled with, with little candies. To me, Easter, I always associated with like the most like churchy holiday it was like you had to dress up and usually in like some shitty Easter type, yes. like uncomfortable clothing, and then do the easter icon and then you go to church and then yeah it would be i even remember two way too generous with my mom but like she put like a super nintendo game in my basket one year that's and amazing and it was like and i and i ruled and i was like this is you know over the top and it was clearly like nah, you know that easter sucks you know that this is like <laughs> you got me excited for this shitty holiday <laughs> this is the worst yeah. it's the it was the it's the worst one it's the, as far as holidays go it's not that fun. It's not a fun one for a kid. You know what I mean? And I kind of
2: yeah. And and church is a little morose. It's a little church the service is... is a little. I mean, like I feel like a little a little bit more grim. Am I that's, wrong? I feel
1: that's not my experience of it. That might be Mitch's though. Hmm. I I feel like well for,
3: for for Christmas we used to do Christmas Day. We'd open our presents and then go to church and then go to like my grandparents' house on Christmas Day. My my dad's my dad's parents, and then we started doing Christmas Eve and. That that didn't seem too bad. Church on Easter always just seemed fucking long, and it's and it, I, like I just have that association with it. when I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate yeah. going to church. And then we'd have ham, and like that would be like the reward was like this ham dinner. I'm a little bit of a ham skeptic, as as mm. knows. Yeah,
2: I'm aware of this.
3: Um, but I gotta it's, say, look, we'll talk about it when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. I maybe enjoyed a lot of what I had today. I, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll We'll get there. We'll get I, there. I, I wa- but
2: I, I want to touch on one thing you brought up, Mitch, because I thought this was, I didn't know how many families did this, but mm. my mom, similarly, not, not, nothing on the level of a Super Nintendo game, but we would get like one. All right, small I'm spoiled. Toy. I get it. I'm not yeah. saying you're spoiled, I'm not saying that. Check your I'm privilege, saying- though, boys.
4: <laughs> Check your privilege. <laughs>
2: I'm saying in the Easter basket, we would get, like, one small toy that I always look forward to, a bunch of candy, and then, like, just, like, one G.I. Joe figure, or, like, one Ninja Turtle. Like, just one little thing that was always like, oh, that's nice. I like that I have something tangible beyond all this candy that's going to give me a tummy ache.
1: Kevin, what were your Easter baskets like? Easter baskets were just, like, we... Back when we were kids, we had a backyard, and they would, like, you know, hide eggs all over the backyard in Texas, which was, like, fun... like half of the hunt and then it was just like boring because we just couldn't find stuff right so we would just like give up and they you know they'd like get them and tell us where they were and stuff but i i mean that was it it was just like the egg stuff my my mom didn't really love cooking that much she liked doing breakfast but as far as like the big feast that just wasn't part of our family culture so, really, the biggest food memories I have having to do with Easter is, like, going out for a nice Easter dinner as an adult after, like, an Easter service or something.
4: Oh,
2: okay. And wh- where are cho- like, where do you go? Like, where do you choose to go after uh, as an adult?
1: Uh, a couple of years ago, we went and got Thai food. Oh, that's uh, fun. A couple of years before that, we went to a Mexican place we all really liked a lot. Yeah, we, we didn't try to... Uh, thematically tie it too too much to the holiday <laughs> although i mean for, for the day of i think for a lot of churches it's like the big blowout party day of yes. the year because mm. it's the whole thing of like oh it's the it's the most important day it's actually people love saying it's actually better and more important than christmas and culture gets that wrong oh Easter i heard that all the way time better yeah yeah and that it's was like the... mm, not really <laughs> but okay <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, yeah, so just different restaurants around LA. It,
3: it, 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 Christmas is the birthday. It's Jesus' birthday. That's more fun. What are, you, what are they talking about?
2: I think it, it feels like it's it's like uh, like it, that to me. Feels like the hardcore church fans version of like trying to of like someone saying mm-hmm. that like you know Reservoir Dogs is actually better than Pulp Fiction.
1: It's, it's the like, Christian version of the prequels actually slap yeah. in Star
4: Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, the, I I got I, I got I gotta say, I just want to make it clear that when I got that Super Nintendo game, it was in the it was in the late cycle of Easter. Like Easter, we didn't like do Easter. I feel like the year or two after that, it was just over. You know what I mean? Like because uh, I usually got like a Nint- like a Ninja Turtle like a figure or something, and like a, I would get something like that. But uh but for for that last, you know, like one of the last things my mom was trying to, I think, still get me on board with Easter. And also it was always um bunny themed game. It was always a bunny
1: themed game.
3: Mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit, Rabbit Rampage, something like that along the lines. Jack bunny. Rabbit.
1: <laughs> Super Mario Rabbids on Switch. Yeah. The, <laughs>
3: Rabbids, yeah. Um Great. But but I I I just never it just is a fucking whack holiday. It's it's bad. I don't know. Right, I mean,
4: let's of take course. It easy.
1: Well, I, 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 well I can't say it's whack. It's let's take it fake. easy. It's fake. He was dead. <laughs> Jesus never rose. <laughs> <laughs> he never resurrected. Mitch. Oh my god. I can't. I can't say that it's kind of a whack holiday. I think when I think
2: of a whack holiday, I think of like Flag Day. I was like, what is this? Come on. Give me a
3: break. Do you know that you picked the, the holiday that Quincy, Massachusetts prides himself on, on being like the biggest? We have like oh the boy. biggest Flag Day holiday. I swear to God. <laughs> of course. <laughs>
2: that's, that, that's so cool. I love that. <laughs> big Flag we, Day parade with a, a big float of Mark Wahlberg <laughs> beating the crap out of a, an immigrant <laughs> shopkeeper. <laughs> That
3: happened in Dorchester, which is I'm right so, over the I'm bridge. I'm sorry,
1: that's. Uh, yeah. It's weird <laughs> that, that, that when in. he released his schedule, where he wakes up at like 3 a.m., that part of it, part of the schedule, was like eat a raw egg smoothie, workout, beat the crap out of a homeless guy, 4:45. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put that in the itinerary?
4: Yeah, Let's conference call.
3: Yourself.
1: Conference call to plan Quincy's Flag Day parade. <laughs> Do you think that Wahlberg thinks he also could have stopped COVID nineteen if he was in the right place, <laughs> the different right time. situation? If I if I was in that lab, I'm just saying it goes down differently.
2: My, my Quincy
3: friends, my Quincy friends always make. I mean, that's the thing I told you, Nick, is that they all are like fuck Wahlberg. They don't like Wahlberg.
2: No, I know a lot of guys from Boston don't actually like Wahlberg. Uh, I would, I mean, but I mean, also I, I told you what? No, go on. I
3: told you that when I drove by him on the Fox lot with uh, my Red Sox jacket. He was like, hey, nice jacket.
2: He liked my jacket. Wow. Is it possible he thought you were a Turtle? <laughs> 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 what were you going to say, you piece of shit? Oh, no, I was just saying we are having fun. I know you don't actually like, I, I know that's not actually what Quincy's like. We were just having fun here. Speaking oh, of interesting.
1: Or- Wahlberg is hardcore Christian now. He is super duper Christian. Yeah. It's,
2: uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, that's a, that's a sector of celebdom where there are some people who just like are very fervently religious. They always, you know, people always think of liberal Hollywood and not, not that that necessarily dictates someone's politics, but I think there are a lot of conservative Christians who yeah. are big celebrities. Mitch's com star,
1: Chris Pratt, big Christian. Uh,
2: me too now. I'm, I'm, yeah. oh, I'm into it now. Oh, he converted you. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Wow. Did he
3: praise you on set? <laughs> I was I was gonna say that is, the, is. Do you think that there's gonna be a Wahlberg
2: Jesus? Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll play Jesus ever? Ooh boy, he like pull a Jim Caviezel. I could see. Mm. I could see it happening. I could see him being Jesus.
1: But in this, yeah. he just beats the shit out of all the Roman soldiers and <laughs> goes on the cross.
2: <laughs> Would have gone down differently it's if like they were the trying Tarantino to crucify version me.
1: Version of the Bible, alternate just what history. I'm, I'm just saying they tried to crucify me might have been different. He says he regrets <laughs> Boogie Nights so much. He regrets <laughs> yeah. ever making that movie. He His truly best movie. One of, the, one of the best movie.
2: movies. His best performance. <laughs> no. Oh gosh. That's... So Honey Baked Ham, I picked up from the the Culver City location. So right now, Weiger. part of the reason, yes.
3: I mean, I was just going to say that you watch that movie like constantly. Don't you? at least like the last like 30 just seconds of the last of it. 30 seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it saved on my phone. Lock uh, screen. Fucking... <laughs>
2: <laughs> that hog is out of this world it's really he's got a he's he's got quite a pipe there uh it's it, you know it's prosthetic you know calm down it's prosthetic but th- when you finally reveal it you're like oh yeah that thing is that thing looks good that's
1: is is a real moment for weiger is finding out it was a prosthetic he's like really <laughs> no maybe the crew lied about it no it put really a put is. a hole through my drywall <laughs> <laughs> oh man so I had the I went to Honey Baked
2: Ham the Culver City location. Uh, they this is the thing they they've been advertising this a lot on uh, on because uh, on, you know we just said we have regular ass TV here uh, where we're old enough where that's like ah we still fucking have TV or whatever so we we just have that and so they've been airing these commercials constantly basically I think Honey Baked Ham reminding people that. We still can give you an approximation of Easter if you want it. Mm. And we have hams and we have curbside pickup. We have delivery. Pl- please come. And so I, I I ordered online for this place. Uh, the menus are different based on whether you order in-store pickup or curbside delivery. The website's a little confusing, but the workers were very helpful. And, and when I called them up, they reassured me my order was ready. When I got there, I had curbside pickup, uh, but they were still like, hey, oh, you can come into the store. And everyone was gloved up and masked up and... Uh, you know, very good socially distanced handing of the ham over to me. Yeah. Uh, what I got was the small gathering meal, which feeds four to six, it says. Uh, I think that's a little charitable. I, don't, oh, I think wait a, a family a minute. of
3: four to six, you say?
2: Yeah. Ew. Mitch's is gone already. <laughs> yeah, those aren't Ooh, doughboys' numbers. Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a six is a, I don't think you could feed six with maybe if maybe if a like you've got like a, a mom and dad and and four small children maybe that could be your six but mm-hmm. six adults there's no way this ha- this ham is going that far but you get a honey baked mini ham which is still pretty substantial a large baked beans a large cheesy potatoes and then they give you a bag of dry soup mix which you can use for later with that ham hock when you're done getting all that meat off the bone uh what did you guys get uh hey, Mitch I mean, we'll start I with you. I, I, I didn't get that bag. You didn't get the soup mix. What did you get?
3: I I, did, I got this one. Oh shit! Wally's caught up in some wires. Um. Oh boy. I got I got the small gathering meal as well. I try. You told me what you got. So and I, and you said that you and Kevin got the same thing. So I did. I try to do the same thing. I got the small gathering meal, which came with a a small ham and and some turkey, and uh, I got the cheesy potatoes and I got the beans. But in addition, I also got a bag of Hawaiian rolls. Okay. Uh, which were on display there and. Their tantalizing mustard, which is Josie's tantalizing mustard. She told me that it was wow. the most popular mustard. Because I'm, a, you know what? That's the topping with ham. It's mustard. You put mustard on the ham. Hey,
2: I, I no? like you know when it when it comes to to mustard, I or, I like just like a yellow mustard with ham. Even though I like a deli mustard. Okay, I like, you know there's like a there's a Beaver brand sweet hot mustard I really like. I like that that was the like Gildens whatever that brand is. I don't mm. know how you say it, but that 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 deli mustard is very good. I just, but I, I just like want to say yellow
3: mustard with ham. I just want to say right off the bat, I'm not a mustard shamer. I hate mustard shame. Don't shame me for my mustard. Sometimes I like yellow, and sometimes I'm going to s- switch it up with spicy mustard. Whoa, but whoa, Mitch, buddy, I'm, who's who's shaming I'm, you for your mustard? Everybody, everybody's shaming me for my mustard. I like, I like. Sometimes I like yellow mustard on my hot dog.
2: You know what I mean, Nick? I like it too. Yellow mustard's great. Yeah. These fucking trolls in our at replies. Oh, Trolls World Tour
1: in your replies.
2: Troll, they're all in there. <laughs> they're all singing that Justin Bieber song. Get out of there. Let us have our yellow mustard in peace. We like yellow. We like Leave yellow. Us alone. Yellow's fine. <laughs> yellow is uh, fine. Yellow's fine.
1: Kevin, do you like mustard with ham? And, and what, 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 uh, what order did you end up getting? I got basically the same order you did, Nick. I, and I did get the bag of dry soup fixings. Mm-hmm. I didn't now, get
3: that. What the fuck up?
1: Sorry, I I but don't know I don't know how you missed out on that. You can have mine after this COVID nineteen <laughs> nonsense is over. I'll keep it for you. I'll
4: Drop it off.
1: But um, I I had a weird situation. I probably screwed this up. But I ended up calling three different locations and ended up picking up my order from West Covina. Oh wow! Uh, which is like not too too far from where I live in Pasadena, but not too too close either. Uh, but I I picked up my order. And I don't know if you guys had this experience, but when I got back, my ham was in good shape. It was like nice and juicy and, and right a rock and roll. My sides were frozen.
4: Frozen. Ooh. Not yeah, just my,
1: cold, but frozen. My, my uh, cheesy potatoes and my beans were frosty, frozen. Wow. Wow. So I did have to Ooh. heat them up on the, on the stovetop a little bit. And even yes. when I did that, it was kind of watery after that because so, of the freezing
2: so the meal does come Oof. and and this is a this is a bit of clarity for for everyone out there who might be entertaining this notion although i think this episode will actually release after easter so at this point maybe you, you're over ham Fuck! Uh, or want to get a ham on a discount i don't know but the it's it all comes cold and there aren't specific reheating directions that are bundled with it so the ham, it advises you to just have room temp. You're supposed to just take it out of the fridge and then have it sit there for thirty minutes uh, on the countertop, and then have it room temp. the The sides you do have to heat up. They're pretty simple to heat up, uh, and you can do
1: it in a microwave. But I nuked they, mine. They do I nuked cold. the beans
3: and the I nuked the beans and the cheesy potatoes.
1: Yeah, maybe I should have nuked it. Maybe doing it on the stovetop wasn't the way to go.
3: I, I, don't, I don't know, know. I mean- if it was frozen hard. I don't. That's.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think you might
2: have to go stovetop because the other I think you have to do it a little slower and 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 heat it thoroughly to yeah. to I I don't, I don't know if you could uh, I will say even heating it in the microwave it was not ideal mm-hmm. uh, but again this whole the this whole thing I think is for a family who doesn't cook and or in these unique circumstances someone who's like well I want to have something that feels like the Easter dinner I would have at home. So I'm just going to get this and this will kind of approximate that. So I, I, I think like from that standpoint, you know, it, 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 it ticks some boxes off. The sides were unusual based on what I associate with a ham dinner. Like I did, I like them both. I like the beans and I like the potatoes. I will say beans for me too sweet potatoes, a little too cheesy, but they were, they were both good sides but I don't necessarily have a strong association of either with, uh, with ham. They, they seem unique to this chain. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. It felt like
1: almost Thanksgiving, mm. but not quite. It felt right. like Thanksgiving-adjacent uh, sides and like a meal. And today, the day that we got our stuff, because <clears throat> we could have gotten anything, but it looked like the only thing that was available for us to pick up today was one of these like big boy packages for like four to six people to feed them yeah because they do have like little sandwich combos and salads and things like that but they just weren't offering them today
2: yeah they do have a normal menu and i think because of the current situation they're just not offering it the the i i
1: I couldn't i couldn't even order
3: over order over the phone really which i which i thought was kind of i was like this is kind of bad for this the situation and then when i got there they were taking huge precautions there the doors were open and there was tables separating, like you couldn't even be get close to the counter, basically. So I was like, okay, they mm-hmm. have a system that that they do, but you, I couldn't, I couldn't just. I think maybe they were afraid of someone ordering and not picking it up or something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, you, I, I had to, I had to get drive to the restaurant and then go in and order what I wanted, which was hmm. weird.
2: Yeah, it, it's a little. It, it was. It does seem a little clunky, you know. Again, I think they're figuring it out on the fly, but it it because it, it, it does seem like they're not used to. Obviously, who would be used COVID-19? to They're not yeah, exactly. used to COVID-19. <laughs> They're not used to this this normal thing, COVID-19. Um, oh, I'm, I, I'm I didn't curious... get to say that.
3: I'm not going to be able to get on stage at UCB for a full year.
1: Uh, yeah. I think a little more yeah. than yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that's grim. Uh, what did you guys think of those sides?
1: What, what did you think of the beans and the potatoes? I like the beans. I like the beans a lot. Again, this is all colored by like the whole frozen and then reheating it in like 15 mm. to 20 minutes because it was a little bit watery, but I actually liked the sweetness of the beans. I wasn't sure what else was in there besides the beans and the sauce, but there were other pieces of maybe meat? Was there like there? are pieces in there? of ham. So there that, are pieces of ham in there. Okay.
2: That's the thing about honey baked ham is there is ham throughout. Mm-hmm. There, is, there, is ha- there I, are chunks I, I, of I, ham I, in the beans and there are chunks of ham in the potatoes.
3: I, didn't get ch- I don't have chunks of ham in the beans or potatoes. For real. Wow.
1: wow. Strange. Yeah. I wonder if they was, gave you the veggie I, ones.
3: I went I went to I went to the Glendale um that was the Glendale honey bake Tam. Um right near my trainer, which maybe now this will be instead of my trainer, I'll just go to the honey bake tam three days
1: <laughs> three days a week. Man.
3: Um I, I I I too enjoy the beans. I also don't think that these are that weird for sides. I, I guess I, I differ from you guys on that because like I remember like kind of a cheesier potato or like scalloped potatoes would be more a ham side with with Easter than like mashed potatoes. Sometimes mashed potatoes, but that mashed potatoes is 100% Thanksgiving mm. or like turkey dinner. And then like it would be like yes. cheesy potatoes or scalloped potatoes. I got to say.
2: Fair, fair with the Wags, scalloped potatoes points. You're right. These these are adjacent to scalloped potatoes.
3: I will say this, Wags. I, yeah. Cheesy potatoes can never be cheesy enough to me. Make them make as cheesy as you want. I accept the cheese. I want the cheese. Mm.
2: Wow. I I like it cheesy. I I, I like them. Um, I like to take it cheesy. But I will say that this this mm. I mean I think it was that there was too so much cheese, too much of this particular cheese sauce because mm. it's not exactly just. It's not like it, it's a weird. I, I it's it's almost kind of like nacho-y to me. It, it was just mm. it was it was just like a little too creamy of a, mm. of a cheese sauce. Like I didn't like I didn't quite like the consistency of it.
1: Yeah,
4: I see. I liked
3: that. him. I liked him, but I'll say. That wasn't my spoon man bite of the night, and neither was the uh, neither were the beans. The beans were Mm. good. The beans are. I I love a Bush's baked beans, and they're like kind of similar. Like maybe a little bit more. They were a little bit more sweet, Mm -hmm. right?
2: That that was the issue for me is that they were a little too sweet. I would have liked like I like a I like I love baked beans, but I like them just a little bit more vinegary, a little less uh just brown sugar which is just loaded in there and this but i think i i slightly prefer the beans to the potatoes i would say what i what i associate more is less i guess less beans i think of potato wise yeah scalloped potatoes sometimes but i more think of like a potato salad because i because i just think of like more of a picnic-y sort of setup uh, do you know what,
3: you know, we- you, know what being, you know what might be an issue what i saw in the back in my kitchen um Mick jagger was back there <laughs>
1: Oh no! What was he doing? Wow! Interesting. Yeah, he was in,
3: he was in charge of the beans.
1: Oh, so he must have put a lot of um, put a lot of brown sugar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gosh. probably that's what that you know. What it's weird. It's interesting
2: how celebrities are dealing. We talked about it earlier. Celebrities are behaving very oddly with this current COVID crisis. I guess Mick mm-hmm. Jagger is now working at the Glendale, California Honey Baked Ham store, and I adding s- too much brown sugar to the the beans.
3: I said, right, "How much are you going to put in there?" He goes. As much as I want, man.
2: <laughs> he he uh, kind of sounds like George Harrison. <laughs> hey,
1: I'm Mick Jagger. I'm <laughs> the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I'll come to your emotional rescue at 100. him <laughs> Wow, good for him though. Giving back. Good to for the him. Yeah, yeah, that's can great. Can I ask you guys? Can I ask you?
3: Can I poll you guys real quick? Yeah, please. Was this detour worth it? What I just took us this little detour yeah. I took us on.
1: In this detour, asking for confirmation of it mm-hmm. is he making it more worth it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with Kevin. Yes, yes, on both accounts.
2: Wow, very much, very much worth it. Let's let's talk about the main event, the ham. Woo, the main attraction wow. here. This is a they give you a big old ham. This is a big boy. Even mm. the mini ham. Shouldn't we, is shouldn't we talk about the
3: fucking turkey first? Or no? I guess we should talk you know about yes. The ham you,
2: first. No, you, we didn't get turkey, but you got turkey. So you tell us. Oh, tell us yeah. your Turkey thoughts. I'll say talk this: turkey, the Mitch. turkey.
3: The turkey was and I like turkey. I'm I, I, I enjoy turkey. This the turkey is made very similar to the sim, it's very similar to the ham in that it's just coated with fucking the, the, the whatever the, the that the sugary glaze. the brown sugar, the glaze. Yes. It's it's fucking super coated with it. But I don't think it's as tasty as the ham, which is crazy for me, a ham skeptic. But let's that should just take us right into the ham.
2: Yes, it's was well, good. I mean, the ham is good. It's what it's what built their chain. Ham. It's in the
1: name, Honey Baked Ham. Why are you a ham skeptic, Mitch?
2: I just think of
3: like all the big. I mean, like I know a lot of people don't love turkey, but I think like if you make a big turkey dinner, I think that the turkey is good, and I enjoy mm. I enjoy turkey. I like a deep fried turkey too. I like turkey, um, especially if it's moist and done well. I I enjoy turkey dinner. Um, ham okay, to me so just, it's not so
1: much you don't believe in ham you just believe in other things more like I
3: turkey. would rather have brisket i would rather like ham is like that's when fair. it comes to when it comes to sandwiches i'm never that's never my protein in it and I never want to get like a turkey sandwich because that's boring even though I eat that for lunch constantly like i i just i, I ham is kind of like my last choice i'll I'll get it like an Italian sub has ham mixed in there and that's fine but if it's the main if it's if it's if it's the main ingredient i just I don't know. I just don't. It's not a ham and cheese. No, thank you. You know what I mean. I, okay. I, it's no fun to me. It's just it's just boring.
2: It's an unconventional take from the Spoon Man on this one. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people really do like ham. I think that probably if anything, ham is kind of a crowd pleaser at least on a sandwich, uh, for, uh, as the basic deli meats go. But mm. I, I get. But Oof. it's it's fine. I'm. Not, I don't feel. I don't feel strongly enough about ham. To want to go, isn't and, you it know, boring? Isn't ham boring? No, I, don't I think, think people it's would argue. No. I think people would argue turkey is boring. Yeah, I, I think, think ham- to me,
1: turkey is boring and dry when I think yeah. of it. Even though I like it a lot in practice, but I think ham is it, way more interesting. There's way more flavor there to me.
3: It it aligns with it's it's the Easter of deli meats. I think,
4: How fucking boring.
2: <laughs> Damn, wow. wow, good. It's quite a condemnation there. Now I, align
1: all the other meats <laughs> with holidays that you don't like. Ooh, this is
2: a good exercise. Oh, wow.
1: What's turkey, then? Is, it, is turkey Christmas? I think turkey is flag day,
2: because that's <laughs>
4: Quincy's is high holiday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's see.
3: Corned beef gets St. Patrick's Day. Sure. I kind mean, of, come on, of,
2: right? Kind of one-to-one there. Yeah, sure.
3: I mean, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a good point. Brisket. What will brisket? You know what? Halloween gets brisket.
2: Ooh. Interesting. Love Halloween. What do you think of that? You don't like it, Wags? No, I think it's fine. I'm, I'm curious. I just want to he- keep, please keep going. You, you, got, you got your Christmas. You've got, uh, you got your New Year's Day. You got your Groundhog Day.
3: Gr- I have to do all these
2: holidays? <laughs> I don't know. Do a couple more. <laughs> all right. Do tofu. Uh, Tofu's do do- <laughs> a good one. Where does tofu go?
3: Tofu goes to... Hanukkah? Hmm, Col- Columbus Day. <laughs>
2: no, not Hanukkah. Oh, no. <laughs> Cl- uh, what, Columbus Day? Given a very problematic day for tofu. <laughs> I don't like tofu. I don't like Columbus Day. <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Vegans colonizers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's uh, um? What's what's oh. mar- What's what's mar- is Marathon Monday? What is what is the actual? What's the what is the holiday? Emma, help me out here.
2: This is a Boston only holiday, I believe. <laughs> oh, Marathon. Yeah. Marathon
0: Monday. Uh, I forget what they call it, but it's that's a that is Boston only. Uh, oh, Patriot's I forgot Day.
2: the damn Patriots, holiday. Patriot's,
3: Patriots Day. Day. <laughs> Patriot's Day gets um, a... the name of that
0: movie? Story Mark
1: Wahlberg.
3: Cheeseburgers <laughs> for Patriot's Day.
2: Wow. You think okay. very highly of Patriot's
3: Day. <laughs> I love Patriot's Day. Patriot's Day,
0: day is <laughs> fun in Boston because the entire city Patriot's
3: closes. Day is fun. We, we we get the day off. I mean, the entire it is city a fun day in Boston. And everybody
0: just gets hammered all day.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's like every all the... day ever now for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> every day is Patriot's Day in Boston for the world now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I guess it doesn't make sense, but Christmas gets hamburger. That's, I mean, it makes sense. It gets, the ha- it gets hamburger sure.
2: sure. I'm not going to
3: do these anymore. I have done didn't enough. Like, <laughs> I didn't like doing it once. You've done
2: enough. Wasn't it your idea?
3: No, I just said that ham is the no, Easter. I, I, I said Easter is the. It's it's like a ham of it's it's the ham. It's the and ham I of said, holidays keep chasing this or vice versa. <laughs> you're on or
2: well, I think we have a very good sense of where you stand on these various holidays. Mother's and Mother's meats. Day.
3: Mother's Day is eggs, mm, like deviled
2: eggs. That that makes sense.
3: Eggs because we we are we are born from eggs.
2: We are born
1: from mommy's <laughs> eggs, and we and need we're born protein from- like we need mommies. <laughs>
3: I, I say to my mother I say I every day I think about how lucky I was to get into one of your eggs mother that's what I say to her
2: <laughs> So you think you were one of your dad's sperm and then you wiggled your way into one of your mom's eggs and that's how you That's you were how made? boys are made. <laughs> that's
1: yeah. that's not how it happens. I'm actually with Mitch. I thought that's how it happened too. <laughs> I don't know a lot about that stuff. Uh
2: hey. Uh, Do you think, uh, you think you think
3: you think you think my sperm had like a really big head? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's how it, that's how it nudged everyone out out of the picture. It probably looked like a fucking
3: if my dad gave a sperm sample, it probably would have looked like a fucking tadpole.
2: <laughs> it's the only one that fought, uh, that fought its way out of his urethra.
1: <laughs> Gracious. Uh let's let's talk about Let's talk about talk that ham, for the a little poster bit. boy of abstinence culture. <laughs> <laughs> the the Fucking's
2: ham gross.
3: I told you, fucking
2: disgusting. is disgusting. The ham is very good. I, I think it's it's a very good quality ham. It's very moist. It's I liked having it room temp. That glaze that you know that honey baked glaze on top of it is. Ve- I mean, I think you have to think of it like a character characterized it like a salt crusted fish that you get where you just have to get that mm. crust out of there. You're not yeah. actually supposed to eat it. It's just supposed to imbue Wait, uh, the meat with that flavor.
4: Uh, I think you are supposed my, to
2: eat it. you can, you can eat it but I think there's a there's a thought I, there's think it's,
3: a, I think it's fucking delicious. I think you're out of your mind.
2: It's very good. it's like but it's so so sweet that I think you can chisel mm. some of that out of there and still enjoy it on that level. but it, it is a it is a, an extremely cloyingly sweet bit of glaze that I think is best consumed as like kind of you know a, a, a little bit with a with a big bite of ham. But yeah. it it's but it, the ham itself the meat is, the meat is very good. Kevin, what did you think of that ham?
1: I thought it was terrific cuz it was the one portion of my meal was that was at the temperature I wanted it to be immediately. <laughs> so <laughs> was, I didn't have to like finangle in the lab to get it to like an edible temperature. So I, yeah. it, I loved I love the glaze. <laughs> I think this might have been my first time having a honey glaze on a ham like this cuz it wow. was so like foreign to me biting into it which sounds insane to say but i guess i'd never had like a properly honey glazed ham like that so it was very exciting and novel to me and i had like a little bit more ham than i thought i would because of that
3: i yeah i w- i oh sorry nick no go ahead please i nuked my ham and turkey for about 30 seconds uh 30 i minutes. put a 30 <laughs> minutes I put a couple slices of each on the plate, and I, I to my beans and my potatoes, which I got pretty warm. It didn't really do much to the ham and turkey. My The Spoon Man bite of the night came when I took a piece of ham, put it in a Hawaiian roll, put some of
1: this, um, what's it called
3: again? Tantalizing mustard on it. Took a bite of that. That was my Spoon Man bite of the night. Delicious. Wow. It was great. I love it. Is this it. a new I, segment
1: of the show? There's always a bite of the night?
2: Yeah, this is a thing that, that Mitch started... Uh, And at our live show at Salt Lake City, he introduced Mitch's Bite of the Night. And then at our live show in Denver, I introduced Weiger's Bite of the Night. Um, And I guess I would say that Weiger's Bite of the Night is just that ham. That ham in isolation. Just a nice bite of ham. Mm -hmm.
3: My Bite of the Night, not the ham in isolation, in the Hawaiian roll with the tantalizing mustard. It was great. And you know what? It made me realize I've been a little too hard on ham. I've been too hard on ham. Wow.
1: Wow. Oh, this has maybe, changed your heart.
3: And you know what? <laughs> I've been too hard on Easter. <sighs> you know, the, maybe the thing is, is that a big hock of ham kind of reminds me of myself, and so I'm just a little <laughs> bit harder on it.
1: Oh, you see what, oh, you boy. know, we project what we see, what we most identify in ourselves mm-hmm. and other things and other people. That makes sense.
3: And I kind of, you know what? Easter's good. And the spoon man is rising once again, just like Jesus did on, on Easter. Oh Where? boy.
1: Where is he rising? <laughs>
3: He's going to come out of his house. People, uh, you know, uh, uh People will see me out of my house and be <laughs> shocked that I'm still alive. Something along those. Get sides. back
4: in there. We this.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's get to our final thoughts on honey baked ham. We mm. will each give a brief summation of our thoughts on this chain, a closing argument if you will, and then give it a rating from 0 to 5 forks. Mm. Uh, we always start with our guest Kevin Porter, that is you. So uh, Kevin, go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, these are uh, in these uncertain times. You do want things you can count on. You want things that you can rely on as comfort and as comfort food. And I think as a as a meat and a protein, that ham might count as that as a certain food for uncertain times. So, despite the frosty experience I had with the sides aside, I think the star of the show and the eponymous ham itself was so good that it did take up my rating from the forks that it was to the forks that it is now which i think is four forks for me wow four forks yeah wow very good score i have nothing else to rate it on i can't talk about the environment i can't really talk about the service other than the nice man that did take my credit card without taking my credit card he just held out the like chip reader and like we were docking it like two ships so we'd actually didn't have contact (laughs) to contact (laughs) but otherwise yeah everyone was nice West Covina shouts out
2: go ahead Mitch
3: a good score four four forks Um, you know before I went here I said to myself is this gonna be a honey baked ham or a honey baked sham that's what I said that's what I thought Mm. that yes 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 that is what I thought to myself Honey
2: baked scam? Yes, yes, yes. That is what I thought to myself, Nick. You know, it's funny. I had a bunch of texts I didn't read from you, and I'm seeing now that that's what you texted me. That is this going to be a honey baked ham or a honey baked sham? And And then then you 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 amended
3: it to scam. Yeah, or scam even. I said afterwards. Yeah. And you know, I was really I I was texting this while on the highway Mm because it was it was so important for you to see.
1: Well, you can uh, now. There's no one on the highway now. You can text all you want. Do,
3: do you know what? Opposite experience today, driving to Honey Baked Ham. I feel like there's still thousands of cars on the highway. I feel like there's too many people. still traffic. Out. There was still just people. There was too many people out. Stay home wow. for fuck's sake. Unless you're getting hams. Maybe you're getting hams. Maybe people are getting hams. <laughs> And it wasn't just ambulances or something. It was people on the road, okay? They were people. It wasn't, it wasn't emergency workers.
1: No. Stay um, at home. Is, is. Keep
2: the roads clear for essential services like, yes. you know, people doing deliveries and certainly ambulances, people picking up medical hands, workers. Hams. People picking up hams for podcasts. And Nick, I got to say, it's not a honey-baked sham.
3: Wow. Um, it's a honey-baked Damn, That's good.
1: Oh great. What Boy. a nice positive experience.
2: Huh. Huh. Could do without For the cussing, but but still not bad.
4: What about Damn? Ham, you could do all the cussing bam. of
2: damn. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good too. Honey baked, bam. That's good.
3: Uh yeah, it was that's it was uh, say. Yeah. The ham the ham, much like Jesus on Easter, it's the main attraction. It makes sense. It's it's the it's the thing that people it's it's the star of the show here. Yes. You know, what and pastors I, and
1: always say, and now it's time for the main attraction, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ. The star <laughs> of the show.
3: <laughs> the man um, you came to see. It's, it's, it, they do, the, the ham, it, they do a great job with the ham. You know, it reminds me of Easter. It reminds me of family. It has its place in this world. And, you know, especially now when, when, when there's fucking Easter bunny suits sitting in fucking warehouses collecting dust, turning fucking brown, unless they were yeah. brown to begin with, or turning white from fucking dust. I don't know. Turning the opposite color that they are. Yes. And, and you can't go see and be with family on Easter.
1: <laughs> oh, that's depressing. It makes, it's it, makes
3: is, it makes, is, it, depressing. It, it makes, it it makes, it, it, you know, a thing like Honey baked Tam, it makes you appreciate it more, but not enough to put it in the Golden Play Club. 3.75 forks. Wow, Ooh. still a very good score. Yeah, a good score. I mean, it's good. It, it it does what it's it it is what it's supposed to be. It's such a strange place that like, I would be interested in trying it that like the, as a sandwich spot, which is is I guess it's is how it works outside of of you know picking up Easter dinner or whatever. But I think that if you went in there and you got like there's like a ham and cheese on a croissant and they use some of this ham, would
2: probably be pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic if I had a guess. It's a quality ham. And I, and I think to, to run into my thoughts, to roll into my thoughts, you know, it, it's in the name, Honey Baked Ham. And so it better deliver on that because, you know, that, that's, that's the exercise of this podcast. The, 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 the mission is to, to decide if these places accomplish what they are trying to do. Very much the case with Honey Baked Ham. They're trying to give you good ham, they give you good ham. Mm. It's a quality ham. And I think of the specific situation of, you know, if we were still doing those family gatherings and my aunt my my aunt had organized it, hey, we're all going to do a Zoom thing on Easter and my um, what I got was this uh honey baked ham and these sides and this was going to be my approximation again to to use that word again of what my Easter dinner experience normally was like. I'd feel content and I was yeah. eating this and I was like, yeah, this is kind of this is kind of like what I would want to get in mm. this this sort of a faux Easter celebration that I, that I'm trying to to do, and and I think if, if that aside, if I was just going to get some ham to eat, just to, to chew on, just to chomp on some ham, if that was my protein of choice. This is a great ham. This is a great to go ham that's worth the money. So for that reason, I, I'm with Kevin. I'm am at Four Forks. This hey. is a Four Fork chain. Wow! It's I think right. What right was trying there.
1: to say is wham, bam. Thank you, ham. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I was trying to
2: say in so many words. <laughs> uh, hey, that was our review of Honey Baked Ham. It's time for a segment. <laughs> Trapped in his apartment, one man is driven mad by snacks. It's the Spoon Man Snacker Whack. That's right, Nick. I got
3: the snack. It's just for me today. This is a,
2: Mitch pitched this segment. He said, "I'm going to eat a snack, and then you and Kevin can ask questions about it."
1: <laughs> but he pitched this like six months ago, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so he Mitch, can, he, he stood up because he finally gets to do it. He, he stood up because the snack was not a, and was not at the ready, so he was going <laughs> to go oh, get I'm, it right now.
3: Away from the mic, okay. I got I got three options. I got three options. Hold on, I got to grab the last option.
2: So Mitch was, te- Mitch was texting me and Susser. This, he was like, this is my idea. We'll do Spoon Man Snack or Whack, and I'll just have these snacks. I got these three snacks that I can have. And Susser was like, this is just you wanting to eat candy. And, and, and Mitch was like, so what? This is Mitch's so- way of,
0: of quarantine e- teen eating uh, the Doughboy's cabinet.
2: Yeah,
0: it
3: was <laughs> no, a pretty uh, transparent no, ploy to eat some candy, eat some candies. Sadly, I went and got new candies. Um, you got
2: new candy for this. We got
3: okay. We got M and M. We got M M&M fudge brownie flavored M and Ms. Wow, that fudge sounds br- good. Fudge brownie flavored M and Ms. Yeah, There's a man. purple wrapper on this. Skittle dips, which oh, look like a like a some some jizzy Skittles. I've seen those before. <laughs> they are like yogurt dipped Skittles.
1: DJ cheesy Skittles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Snickers salt, uh, Salty and Sweet.
1: Wow, um, that sounds decadent. Can I pick nits for a second? Please
2: do. Yes. So
1: I I think of those not so much as snacks, but I think of those as little treats. When I think mm. of a snack, I think of something like a little more savory or like chips or nuts or something like that. Even though technically, yes, it is a snack, but I think of it as a little treat more.
2: So we think we Kevin, kind of use Snacker uh, Whack as a catch-all of, of yeah, both Kevin, savory you, uh, and sweets. But that's a good, that's this, a good is, note.
3: Uh, this is a good five years running here with this. Snack yeah, we, whack. we
1: really could have used this <laughs> well, feedback. What, what if you do a subgenre one? Uh, what about a subgenre like treats or throw it on the streets, something like <laughs> that? <laughs> treats or skeets.
3: Streets. I, I like streets. Yeet. Treat or eat. Treat or eat.
2: Treat or eat; those both th- seem positive to yeah. me. I
1: think now, more than any time in Doughboys' history, is the time to optimize everything you're doing with the podcast. <laughs> we <laughs> we how about, we
2: should be making some p- tweaks? Treat or skeet? Yeah, that was one of my pitches. Treat or skeet? Why not? Isn't skeet off? Uh, isn't skeet awfully ribald? Isn't that a pretty uh, dirty thing? Awfully uh, ribald. Can be. Okay. Okay. It can be. All right. Well, it, we'll no, go.
1: With- no. Here's what it is. It's like treat is in like I'm going to eat it it's a nice treat or I don't like this I'm going to throw it up in the air and shoot it like skeet like, like skeet skeets. shooting okay that kind of skeet that and I'm going to go jerk off <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well All right, Nick, this is treater skeet Which treater skeet would you would you want me to eat You've got the Snickers salty or sweet you've got the M&M's fudge brownie and you've got the the, the uh, Skittles dips, I'm going to defer to our guest, Kevin T. Porter. Kevin, what would you like uh, Spoon Man to try?
1: Ooh, I'm, I am curious about the M&M's fudgies.
2: All right, let's have those, M&M's, those Fudge M&M's, Mitch. Yeah. All it's right. your opportunity to eat these. So let us know what you are seeing here as you open up this bag. Do, what, these, come, what are these, these? These, these come
3: in a purple packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, M&M chocolate I just candies. realized
1: this is a peek into what Mitch's only fans would be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <just him> slowly <laughs> eating a snack that i choose <laughs> which hey i will
3: sign up for only fans if it's that that sounds good <laughs> um the, the 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 brown m&m is on the cover she's got glasses on and she's holding a bowl of she's holding i think a thing of brownies and then a opened up m&m which has the brownie inside of it I'm right take one out these guys so the, are pretty so plump. They're pretty plump M Ms, as you can see here. Nick. Oh yeah, that looks like a
1: big Ooh. boy.
2: That looks like a peanut M M&M. M.
1: That's yeah, damn yeah. Thick.
2: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it by here. So the brown M M&M, M, from what I'm gathering, because the green M M&M M is the horny one. The brown M M&M M mm. M&M is the smart one. She's the brainy one. I think so. Yeah. Okay.
1: Two of them makes are sense. gay, though, right?
2: The, well, I'm not sure. Know, I know that the yellow one is the kind of slow-witted one, and the red one is kind of the snarky one.
1: I thought the Twitter mm. account posted something implying that two of them are in a relationship. Oh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. Maybe that's red and that. yellow. I okay. think it's two of the women, though. How's it going, Mitch? What What are you noticing?
3: Oh, it's... So yeah, I, go on, Mitch. I've kind of halved this one. I I, I, bit in, I I kind of just bit, bit it in half. It's a very fudgy... There's a very strong fudge taste to it. Is it um, soft okay. inside?
4: It is Great soft question, inside. Great question, Emma.
3: It's not... Mu- it's not... I don't... There's no, like, actual brownie, which I feel like it could have had, like, some sort of maybe brownie element. Mm.
2: So it's more of a I It's fi- more of a chewy sort of nougat-y sort of uh, quality to it?
3: What is the texture? Yeah, but done, done just enough that it just almost tricks you into thinking that there is... That it almost is kind of brownie-like. Interesting. Um, it's kind of thick, like... You know the caramel M&M's, which we did not like? Did not like them. It's, 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 kind
2: of, they're, it's kind of thick like that, but not as chewy, not nearly as chewy. The caramel um, M&M packaging is particularly upsetting because they've established that one of the M&M's has caramel inside of it, and the packaging mm-hmm. is two different M&M's that are holding a cracked-in-half caramel M&M, M&M with its insides dripping out. So oh they have basically God. grabbed and dismembered one of their colleagues so that they can reveal its innards. It, it, it it's pretty grim.
3: I think that these are, I think they're definitely like one of the heavier M and M's as far as, as far as like these flavors go. I like a peanut right. butter M M&M and M, and that's also kind of heavy as well. But like just the the fudgy chewiness of them is quite a bit. Yeah. But the taste can't lie about the taste this is damn good wags wow hey. these are these are these are tasty this this is i got to go treat or snack
2: all the way treat I think you're, I think it is I think it is treat yeah we're going with, we're going with treat all right. These are all not ones it, that you would skeet shoot it's a this is a this is for sure a, it's a, it's a snack i think we've established this mitch this this segment now when you are in isolation, having some having a treat, this is this is thanks to Kevin. This is now canonically Spoon Man's treat or skeet. So, if I don't like it, I go I go jacket. No, you get no. That's not what that
4: we're not that kind throw of skeet. You throw it no, in the no, air. Please and you don't shoot do it. that
3: on the Zoom call, buddy. <laughs> please, <laughs> I would never. Not on the Zoom call, for God's sakes. Yes, very very similar to the. They're they're like. But they're not, they're not as chewy, not nearly as chewy, but they still give you, like, a full taste. You really taste like a fudgy brownie taste. I do wish that they had just, like, maybe put, like, a little bit of – however they do it, whatever science, yeah. however they make – mm. you know, the, the crispy M&M's have, like, little rice crispies in there. I wish there was, like, a little thing of, of brownie in there. But these are, these are, these are good. They're very – I feel like you have to be in a mood to have them, but I think if these were out on a table at a
2: party, you wouldn't be upset. They are very dessert-like. Wow, think of that scenario. Out on a table at a party, everyone putting their hands into the same the same bowl. A fan oh, of that. What think fuck? of that world. No, I'm just saying that it's such a different world than what we live in currently. It's going to yeah. be it's going to be wild when we can when we have that return to normalcy.
1: Isn't it weird how every movie and television show you watch now is a period piece because it's people <laughs> in rooms together talking. <laughs> you see a commercial of people like like just in a park,
2: like just yeah. hanging out. And it's so strange.
1: Yeah. Different time. Hey, that was Spoon no, Man. This, is, this
2: is, treat or skeet. These these are wild. Yeah, I, I, if you're out on a if you're out on a quarantine grocery run and you see those in the impulse buy section, and, and a spoon man says, give them a go. Why not? Uh, just like a restaurant via your feedback. Let's open up yeah. the feedback. Today's email comes from Zach Bowman. Zach writes, "I'm currently sheltering in place in Chicago. I started listening to Doughboys about a year ago, and I'm taking this opportunity to work through the back catalog of episodes I missed before that. I just listened to episode 64: Olympics Domino's versus Papa John's versus Pizza Hut. At one point." Mitch, Nick, and guest Mookie Blakelock each count a bag of small fries one by one, out loud and at the same time. Listening to that was my mental breaking point of sheltering in place. Anyway, my question is, if all restaurants were to close down for a year, but you could label one chain restaurant as essential to keep it open during that time, what's your choice? Thanks for the hours of entertainment. He puts entertainments in quotes, which is a very...
1: (laughs) Damn. It's a real...
2: Real fuck you on the way out the door, Zach.
3: Some may say even mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
2: I, I will, this is, so I read this question first and I will, I, I, as, as screening them, so, so I knew this going in and I have an answer locked and loaded. This is a personal choice for me. Okay. This is a selfish choice. Yeah.
4: But Del Taco. The, it's look, Del Taco.
2: It's not Del Taco. Oh. I mean, because Ooh. I'm thinking of chain restaurants in general and I'm thinking of the experience I miss is going out to eat and I can't do that right now. And a pretty regular thing for that me and Nally would do is go to Islands. Islands, uh, 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 you know, it's it's a it's a it, we we reviewed it before with our buddy Nick Mundy. It's a burger chain that also has tiki drinks. It's like it's got like this you know sort of beachy vibe inside, this kitschy beefy beachy vibe, but also legitimately like good burgers and fries and uh, and cocktails. And I love going there. And I wish that, that was open. So I think if there was a scenario where it's just like. Hey, you can have this res- – one restaurant is essential, and it's okay to go out and eat there. For me, it's Island's Fine Burgers and Drinks. But that's just me. I'm curious about you guys. Uh, Kevin, Mitch, any thoughts on what restaurant you would keep open, what chain restaurant you would keep open as essential if you could?
1: I mean, you would want something that has a pretty good variety of menu. Right. So that could offer a lot of different kinds of things yeah. to different people rather than like a specialty of like – like in and out I don't think would be a good essential place because no. it only does a couple of things extremely well but it couldn't cater to a lot of different kinds of people so i almost think you have to do like a volume play here and maybe return to the restaurant that started it all gang maybe do cheesecake factory is the it's only a great choice chain wow. that stays open they have like a million different items on the menu and they are uh protesting their rent right now which i, I do like that Is interesting. Taking a stand against evil landlords. I do like the
2: Cheesecake Factory rent strike. The Cheesecake Factory is on the side of justice. Why not? (laughs) I I, I think that's a great answer, Kevin, and a less selfish answer than mine. Mine is very much of like thinking of like, okay, Mm, if this is a personal choice. But if you're thinking of it for, in terms of, yeah, for everybody, absolutely, uh, the savory side and the and not to mention the sweet side. Oh, gracious. That, You'll never run out of
1: cheesecakes. N- never run out <laughs> of things <laughs> to have there. You got that brown bread, but also, if you want, you can get a skinny-licious Chinese chicken salad if you want let, to. Let me, let me say this, that's, Kevin. That's, a, that's I, a great point.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point because they do have some, you know, they have some less indulgent fare. Mm-hmm. I, I also want to say, because people always talk about the cheesecakes, and the cheesecakes there are are fantastic, but... They have like a there. There is like a lemon tort. It might be a limoncello tort that they have there. That is a that is a cake based dessert at Cheesecake Factory. And if you ever don't feel like cheesecake or you just want to try something different, that one is dynamite. It is it is fucking great. So it's not just cheesecake they do there on the pastry side. Uh, Mitch, one one chain you have open for a year as essential. What would you pick? I speaking of landlords, Swagger, I told you this the other day, but my rent hadn't
3: come. Obviously, because of what was going on, my landlord was so fucking freaked out.
2: Yeah, and, and was your like, landlord you rent. And your landlord but- is Pearl, right?
3: Yeah, she came to my door. And, Fun Funded you know, I- die,
1: UCB yeah. institutions that'll stand the test of time for decades to come.
2: <laughs> Don't need to it's be not marked a- As essential, they'll keep existing. It's not as funny anymore because she's like twenty. Right. So, so the act oh has kind of gotten a little. <laughs>
3: It's kind of a little little tired. (laughs) Um, She's like, you have it. And I'm like, no, you're going to flip out. And she's like, no, just get it to me when you can. Um,
1: (laughs) Fair. No, but it's
3: changed. My landlord was like, where's your rent? And I was like, I don't know, because I do bill pay for my rent. And I was like, geez, I thought people were kind of being uh, laid back about this. Not landlords. And and I was like, like, because this was like April 3rd or maybe April 4th. And I was like, "Have have other?" And they were like, "No, none of like the bill pay ones have come out." And I was like, "Maybe there's just an issue with the mail." And then it came that day. But anyways, fucking landlords. Um, I think that my first answer is f- for the world, and it's uh, it's tough to say because it's a place that's maybe not does ma- not not maybe, but is but is, <laughs> but is but is but is but is but is handling this crisis not well, and it's McDonald's. Mm. Um, it has breakfast, lunch dinner it's got the good coffee it's got breakfast sandwiches it's a place that people go every day they're accessible they're open 24 hours you can yeah. eat there if you're broke there's a lot of there's a lot of things the the the, the drive through is easy to get to and, and you can get in and out of there that's my choice but for me if I'm going to go personal nick for me too I'd probably change it over to Wendy's just because wow this is what I think about Wendy's. First of all, I love the spicy chicken sandwich, of course. But the options as far as, as Kevin, as what you were saying with like Cheesecake Factory, you have like salads and stuff. I think that the options of, of healthier things are just better at Wendy's than they are at McDonald's. Sure. If you want to stay sane. A baked well, potato sure. you could do. A chili you could do. Those are like okay. If you do a salad there, they're much, much better than McDonald's salads, I think. So I think my answer is, is Wendy's. And now yeah. they got breakfast. They got breakfast now. They're not open twenty four hours. They're pretty accessible. There's a lot of them. I know a lot of pe- people are torn because I know that Wendy's aren't that great in other other areas of the country, as we found out. But I've heard for that my money, they, it's Wendy's.
2: And spe- specifically, and our buddy, our buddy Charles Ingram, who's from uh, who's from Tennessee, has remarked upon this, and we've heard this from listeners as well. That in the South, for whatever reason, a lot of the Wendy's franchises are not very well run. Hmm. and i and so i think that in, in a lot in the american south it had has a reputation of being more like how burger king at least in the past was viewed in other parts of the country is like oh this is kind of the trashier of the big chains yeah, which is interesting really, that's when i was, was growing always up the nice in one texas
1: that wasn't the case we, we okay. loved wendys a lot but texas is kind of fake south so right. and it was you know 15 years ago or whatever so maybe it's a different experience but i have since the quarantine found myself craving wendys a friend of mine did just Postmates a Frosty to her place. (laughs) So, what what do you think is going to be the first restaurant you guys go to when this is all over?
2: Great question. The first sit-down restaurant? Yeah, I think it'll probably be like a local place. It'll probably be a local spot we like, like a local Indian or Thai restaurant or something, but I could see, uh, as far as chains go, it might be islands. It might be a hillstone because they could have like like a Mm. nice, like fancy blowout Dinner, which you know that, that would be nice. If have if, you have you not gotten any takeout yet, Nick? We've gotten some takeout, but we've been, uh, it, you know, it, it. We haven't gotten any. We haven't gotten like, oh, let's. We're gonna go crazy and get like a fancy fine dining dinner to go. We haven't done that. Uh, the whole mm. experience yet, which I'm sure is a, is you know if your if your financial situation permits it, uh, I, I'm sure is a is a nice thing to do if you can.
3: Yeah. Um. On my cheat day, which is Sunday, and shut mm-hmm. up to everyone. <laughs> shut up to everyone who says like. No, no, not you guys. Everyone who's gonna comment like you'll never not be fat. Shut the fuck up.
2: Just shut up. Anyway, you think that's their comment? They always say stuff of like, "Mitch has a cheat." You shouldn't, whatever. I just look. Uh, I don't like. Get I check. thought you were. I thought they were. Gonna, I thought you were gonna give them something like a little, like marginally more clever. Like every day is a cheat day. Is that? I thought that you were going like that direction. No, I'm not trying to be clever. I'm telling them to shut the fuck up. I'm <laughs> sick of <it.
3: laughs> sick of people fucking commenting on how I fucking live my life. Shut up. You too, Wiger. Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, you were kind of ahead of the game as far as post postmating every item of food you could possibly postmates. Now I, post-m- I have like the fool. Everyone else. <laughs> I actually have not been postmating as much.
3: I did shopping, like I said, I don't have any food right now, so I will be postmating probably some lunches this week. Um even though you know what? I've been given if I have postmated stuff during this during the which I have. Um, especially on my Sundays, my cheat days. I, uh, I try to give a good tip to the, to the drivers. I try to do double what I usually do. Um, um, anyways, not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm just saying help out your, help out the people who are in need of that. And and people, I think a lot of people who are doing that stuff are in need of cash right now. Anyways, um, I got, I got Wendy's this and I got a, I got a spicy chicken sandwich and, um, there was no tomato on it, Nick. I told you this. Oh, and, and it was a it was a real bummer to me. Yeah, because uh, what are you, you going to do? You know what I mean? Can't go back there and say like, hey, there's you know, it's not the time. It's not the time c- c- to complain about no, uh, no tomato on your sandwich. And I also forgot right. that I have this I have this free frosty tag on my keys. That I didn't get a frosty. You've got that on your keychain. Where it Where's the free my frosties chain. forever? It's free frosties for the year. Whoa. Wow.
2: How'd you get yeah. that? Yeah. How did you get that? We got that on the Someone road.
3: Gave Someone gave it to us from Doughboys. Yeah, you, I took it. I told you I was going to take it.
2: <laughs>
4: wow, what
3: a nice thing! And I gave the other one to Emma or You song. I forget who. No, Emma, there, you was, have there it?
0: was supposed to be two because it came with the two T shirts. But the girl who gave us the T shirts kept one and gave us one. Oh, and then oh. Mitch immediately took it for himself. Okay, got it. No, Mitch, we said we were going to share it. You got it for six months, and then I got it for six months.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, I'll definitely (laughs) hand it off uh to the
1: six-month mark. (laughs) i have an abundance of caution. Mitch has claimed full custody. They've already taken it away from him. (laughs) They were like, no more. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: haven't used it Uh, once yet. Fool. I'm a fool. You'll you'll get to use it in, in time, I'm Sure. Uh, and hey, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at gmail at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830 go do That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four To get the Doughboys double our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And hey, if you're if you're not able to, uh, you know, get on the Patreon right now or if you've had to cancel the Patreon uh, for, for your financial situation, we have been putting uh, some free Patreon episodes up every Monday. So if you go to our Twitter uh, our pin tweet is all the free Patreon episodes that we have released so far. You can just uh, find them find them on the Patreon website, but they are linked there on our pin tweet. And then the replies to that tweet, that whole thread has all, all the ones we we release each week. That's continually updated, so you can find that there. Uh, Kevin but, T. Porter, but also yes.
3: also I just want to say, read the fine print because just like the government, after all this passes, you might be charged for those Patreons you listen to. It right? Nick? Might,
2: yeah. It's it's technically a tax credit. <laughs> Uh, so basically, it's means tested. Where if you make a, below a certain threshold and above another certain threshold, you will get you will get that as a tax rebate for yeah, yeah. your next next year's taxes. But you might owe money.
1: It's true.
3: Yeah, you might owe money. You'll get a, you'll get a bill. You'll get a bill from Doughboys. Wow. Um,
2: Kevin Porter, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, uh, the thanks po- for
1: having me, guys. I I love the show. Love you guys. It's great to be back, and and I hope to see you. Before the eve of Trump's uh, third-term re-election in 2024. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a grim, probable future. Uh, we love you, too, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what would you like to plug at yeah. this time?
1: Uh, you can listen to Good Christian Fine or or the Inside Voices podcast, both on the HeadGum Network as well. Check that out. And, hey, that'll do it for this hey, episode Ke-
3: of... Kevin, have a good Easter and stay safe. I
1: will. I'm not going to church. ha. <laughs> Good. Don't heed Hozier's TV. advice. Yeah. Don't listen to Hozier. Don't take me to church. Take me home. <laughs> that other song.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for The Spoonman, I'm Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Wiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, podcast The Rides' Jason Sheridan pays a visit to discuss staycationing for a theme park addict and for our frozen foods draft. Who will win the day? Reheatable savory dishes or frozen sweet treats? Pizza or popsicles? Pot pies or Otter Pops? Find out next week. Get the Doughboys double every Tuesday only at patreon.com/doughboys. That's p a t r e o n.com/doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description.
0: That was a Headgum podcast.